Hello, everybody, and welcome to Tides of Death. How are my favorite players doing today? We're doing great. Doing yeah. Fantastic. Oh. Starting off with the spicy ones. Okay. Does anybody have a pirate fact for me? A seafaring fact? I will even start accepting nautical facts since we've kind of run the gamut of piracy. I Boats definitely have float. a fact. The <laughs> boats <laughs> float! 5% experience, Mr. Moon. <laughs> Thank you. Wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> uh, That's my favorite, Nick, okay? Yeah. <laughs> what were you going to say, Sale? I have a boat fact. In fact, I have a series of boat facts. Uh, since we now have a crew, hold on one second. My thing is going crazy. I've lost my Zoom. I can't see your guys' faces. Um, uh, since we now have a crew, it's probably a good time to talk about like living on ships and like the roles of people. Um, and there are many skills required to keep a ship afloat and going. Uh, an able and skilled seaman would probably have years of experience managing the sails and acting as a helmsman before they're promoted to being like, you know, this is like a fully respected, able seaman. He's been, you know, on the sea for two, three years. Um, the uh, Some of the skills that a seaman might be able to do is uh, knotting and splicing ropes. It's where like you kind of fray the ends of a rope and then like interleave two ropes to make one rope out of two. Mm. It's like, a, like if you had to cut a rope, you could make a longer rope. If like if you need to change the rigging, um, mm -hmm. and you know what a knot is I don't need to explain a knot um, <laughs> but there was like able seamen and then there's also idlers who were specialized workers that lived on ships who were exempt from the night watch because they had uh, a special skill like uh, for example uh, cooks, surgeons, carpenters, coopers and pursers were specialized workers who didn't have to do night watch, night watch and they were called idlers and I reckon they were called idlers because it's a bit like the armed forces in the US calling the Air Force the chair force. It's like mm -hmm. a jab at the people who don't mm -hmm. have to do the hard jobs, you know, like, oh, look at him, he's an idler, you know, that's the mm -hmm. um, Officers were more or less the same as able-bodied seamen. However, they were just like a higher rank. They were able to do all the same skills, you know, throwing the lead um, or lead. I don't remember what it is. It's how you like check the speed of the boat, you drop the thing or check the depth of the ocean. Mm -hmm. um, some officers could use like the sextant to check the stars. Mm -hmm. um, then there was another rank of crewmen. So there's like able-bodied seamen, officers, idlers, and then there was landsmen who were like on bigger ships. You would have like tons of people who hadn't earned their sea legs. They were unskilled workers on the boat, so they were landsmen. Mm. Um, they were people who'd never been to sea or maybe only been out once or twice, um, and they were basically they were like bottom of the barrel you're like you're lifting things all day you're pulling ropes and you're pushing cranks you're not doing anything interesting you're doing all the hardest jobs you're getting the least pay um mm -hmm. but if you stuck around long enough you would get the skills to become like a fully ranked crew member mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh now in reference to pirates pirate crews were always expert crews because it's one thing to you know float a boat from one friendly port to another friendly po port it's another thing to attack a ship doing that mm -hmm. and try to take their stuff um, pirate crews also tended to be larger than merchant crews because pirates are lazy and the more people around, the less work everyone has to do individually. Um, <laughs> uh, so whereas if you're like a merchant sailor, you want as few people as you can in the dock or in the boat because every mouth is, is a mouth to feed and a wallet to fill with money at the end of the journey, you know? Um, 
Now, before you get the idea that, like, pirates, you know, they'd have bigger crews because they were caring about profits or anything like that, um, it really it's just about laziness because they would just, just as happily, like, enslave people and capture, capture people and make them do all the hard jobs. Um, so slaves were not uncommon as well as just, like, if you were just happened to be captured, you were forced to work. Mm -hmm. um, you wouldn't be locked in the brig all day. You'd be locked in the brig at night and then brought out and made to turn the crank to turn the boat or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um and uh other than that like the this is really common in the mediterranean to use captives to row your boats that's it that's all the stuff i picked up that's pretty good that's actually a lot of information uh why don't you all take home rolls. eight percent for that Hell huge yeah. dump Whoa. of all sorts of crew related information crazy yeah well, i mean it was better than boats float so it's got to get more xp i got another good one yeah back in the day Pirates used to get, uh, you know, bad diseases. The way they prevented that, they ate lemon. So they would prevent scurvy. That's bad a, diseases that's a is a, a overgeneralization of scurvy, but yeah. Well, I don't know if I've already got XP me, for this. Don't give me anything. I just, oh, I wasn't going to. <laughs> right, yeah. It's the reason why uh, British sailors were called limeys, is because mm -hmm. they used lime to combat scurvy. Germans are called krauts because they use sauerkraut yes, to combat one. scurvy, etc. There was a previous etc. Uh, one, right? Pretty sure yeah. we did that one, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Oh, well, I haven't got a fact, but I do have a Nilrum-related story from when I was playing Crusader Kings last night. That is pretty funny. Well, so I was here. playing Crusader Kings with with uh, with uh, Potato. Yep. And I, I was playing William Marshall, okay? So I was strong. I was honorable. Right? My, my first son, I named him Grimes. <sighs> and my second son, I named him Nilrum. Now, Nilrim's not like other boys, okay? By the time he's 16 years old, he's uh, sadistic, vengeful, wrathful, and an all-around bastard, essentially. Okay, so I've been playing, it's been about 10 years since then, and then Grimes, my beloved son, is murdered. Can't believe it. It's okay, now Nilrim is my heir. Okay, about Hold five on. years after that. Go on. I feel like you papered over him being a fornicator with his own yeah. mother. <laughs> Grimes did sleep with my wife, yeah, his own mother. That is, that's true. Is that what <laughs> I, could forgive, I could forgive that. But anyway, then I get a, I hold a little feast, as you do. And then I die at the feast, poisoned. So now I'm playing as my heir, which is Nilrim. You can look at, like, how many characters a character has killed. I look at Nilrim's kill list. Killed his brother, killed his father. So I was slain by my own son. But now I'm playing Nilrim, and so I've got to make the most out of this. So I uh, blackmailed a bunch of the other dukes in England to get them to vote for me. And then I murdered the queen. And then because they were all voting for me, now Nilrim's king of England, ready to destroy Ireland. There it goes. Wow. That's it, yeah. So one of your sons fucks your wife. The other one kills you. And him. And the son, yeah. You Bad were genes. a terrible father. William <laughs> William was... Yeah, he wasn't... He was too honorable for this world. He wasn't really around to help raise his kids, I see. <laughs> no, he was conquering, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, where last we left the party, Nilrum and John had gotten back to the base. But the rest of the party was stranded. Stranded on an island beach. Their ship chained to a, a mighty tree, a single guard standing nearby. Did we leave with the guard alive? or did? Yeah, you hadn't killed the, the guard. The guard was alive, I think, right? I don't know if he's dead. He's definitely, like, punched to near death, at least. Yeah, well, you beat the shit bad. out of him. I'm looking at these rolls. I'm seeing uh, 10 points of Six bludgeoning damage. Yeah. yeah. 
Okay. So you are standing over the body of an unconscious guard over here on Paradise Island. Um, the, the so-called Vacation Island. Sorry, Angel Island. The so-called Vacation Island. And uh, down the street, down the coast is, you know, the big resort hotel. And up the coast is sort of open, just sand, beach, and palm trees and wilds. And well down the coast in the other direction again is the town a few miles back. And uh, someone's going to notice this guard missing, and probably someone's going to notice this commotion from the resort pretty soon if they haven't already. So what are the five of you going to do? Six of you? Bunch of you. The lot of you. Yeah, there's a, there's a bunch of us here. Maybe six. Um, mm -hmm. I'll turn to Archie and I'll say, Archie, um, how do you think we're going to get out of this? Do we diplomacy, violence, crimes? Well, <clears throat> I'll tell you this, Sale. <clears throat> I don't know much about diplomacy, but I do know a whole lot about crimes and a whole lot about violence. And you know what else I know, Sale? I know how to steal a ship. Maybe John's not here for it this time, but, you know, if we can't get the ship offshore, we'll just find another one. It's fine. What did we say on the ship earlier? We shouldn't think about it too much. Just go with the flow. That's the pirate way. I like it. I like it. Um, my only worry is, are we? Did we like? Are we going to find a better ship? I, here's the analogy I'll use, Archie. Let's say you lent me your brass knuckles for a day, okay? And mm -hmm. I took them and I went out and I punched a bunch of people and I punched yeah. them real good. Yeah. But during that day, I got arrested and they took my brass knuckles. Oh, that, they that were yours. really sad. Yeah, they were your brass knuckles, and I got them Ooh. taken. They were mm. your special brass knuckles. And now I yeah, go, yeah. and I steal a new pair of brass knuckles, and then the next day I give them back to you, and I say, here's your brass knuckles. How do you think you'll feel about that? Well, I mean, obviously that wouldn't be great. I, I'd probably punch you. Yeah. If you did that. Now, what I'm wondering is, how attached is Captain Winters to this boat? And how attached is Nirum to this boat? Because... It's a nice boat. It's gotten through a lot of trouble. But there are better boats. Decent ship, yeah. There are much better boats out there. That's true. Um, but, I mean, also, you know, we're a crew. And I, I feel like, you know, with the brass knuckles example, you know, it's it's you're kind of using my brass knuckles, but the ship's kind of ours as well, right? That's a good Like point. half the ship. This is a this is a level of engagement with this analogy that I wasn't expecting, Archie. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I mean, do you, do you think we can get the chance? Well, what if we what if we just kind of what if we destroyed the thing that the ship was attached, the chain was attached to, and then I just repaired it? You know, I, I've learned how to like repair ships and stuff like that. Maybe we could do that. Do you think you could repair it? We got back to base. Koibu, do I feel like with my shipwright proficiency, I could repair the piece of the ship that I like that we like ripped the chain out of? Yeah, if you were to hack apart your ship um, to the point where you could get the chain out of the oarlocks, you could, in theory, fix it if you had some downtime and the appropriate tools. And I think you have many of the appropriate tools. You'll have to get back to double check. You might need to get some equipment, um, but mm. in theory, yeah. I mean. If we're getting equipment, we might as well just get a saw and saw down the tree, right? True. 
Uh, if we're getting equipment. How, what do you mean getting equipment? I mean, like, if... Do we, do we feel like we have enough, like, equipment on the boat to fix it as we... Because let's say we break it right now. We just break that piece off that it's affixed to part of the oarlock. We sail out, right? Then we fix it on the sea. Do we have enough wood, enough tools to do that? You don't have any equipment to fix it now. You'd need to get back yeah. to base and then see yeah. what sort of supplies you have there. You might need to go get some wood from somewhere that's of an appropriate type, and it'll take mm. some time. Um, do and we, do okay. we feel like if we like left the chain attached and the chain was just not attached to the tree anymore, do we feel like that would lead to any problems sailing the ship? You could put the chain in the boat so it wouldn't drag, yeah. but the oarlocks through which the chain goes would be unusable by your phantom rowers. And then we don't know if the... Yeah, okay, okay. It's not the biggest deal in the world. You've got room for a yeah. bunch of rowers. If you lose two oars on one side, you'll have to, yeah. like, you know, fuck up the oarlocks on the other side so the phantom rowers yeah. don't use those. Yeah. But you can still go, especially if you're going with the current. If we're going to do that... Here's what I'm thinking, Sale. We break that. We break those oarlocks that the chain's attached to. Hack it apart. Punch it, you know. Well, we have some weapons and stuff. We'll just break yeah, we, the other yeah, side we. as well so that the phantom rowers don't go on that. We sail home. We fix it at home. All right. I'm on board. Uh, now we got to figure out how to break it. Mm. I do have... Double-checking my spells here. I do have a heat metal on me. I don't know. I'm thinking. Question about heat metal. Um, mm -hmm. How many minutes of like hot metal would I get? And would I be able to like char through a chunk to make to pull the chain through? Like, you're probably not gonna have enough to burn through the wood of the ship. Let me see. Heat metal. I think really the hottest part only goes for one round. Um. And you might, like, catch some of the wood on fire, but it wouldn't be enough to char all the way through a nice, sturdy um, ship plank. Here's the would thing. Would it make it easier? Like, r real quick. Um, yep. Isn't... So we're experienced shipmen, seamen, right? Mm -hmm. I feel like if you're on a big ship that carries a crew and stuff like that, an experienced seaman would normally keep some carpentry tools on board, No. Like, Probably, but you've got a pretty moderate-sized ship right here with not a lot of yeah. storage space. You've got food and water and supplies, but you haven't really been carrying extra lumber um, okay. or, like, proper repairing tools. Not what even, like, a have? saw or something? Like, hammers to pry up. Because we did go pipe. and buy a bunch of shit. Yeah, we you did, bought we, we bought it. Reasonable yeah. to keep a saw. Oh. Yeah, cool. let me roll a die. Let's see how we go with the saw here. 15 is a good roll. Yeah, you've got a saw on hand. It'll take you right. a little while to cut through this thing. You know, it's an awkward angle. It's a tight oarlock. Um, <laughs> you can do it, though. <coughs> All um, right. Um, would we also maybe have a hammer that would, like, help pry apart the planks? Like, maybe there's a plank we can remove that's, like, probably? Yes. If you want to set to work with your with the tools on board, in an hour you could probably free it and you know fuck up both sides enough that the the phantom rowers won't use them, and you could be out of here yeah. in an hour. Sounds like that's what we're doing, right? All right, I like the plan. Now, Archie, yeah. my only question is, 
Um, how far do I think the town is away? Like, if someone were to be alerted right now that mm -hmm. the guard was taken out, mm -hmm. how long would it take for them to get that information to the town and for them to come back here? Well, if they're on horseback, they could be here in 20 minutes. If they're on foot, probably closer to half hour, 45 minutes. Okay. All right, Archie. I think I think I have a plan that works with that. It might take about like half an hour to an hour to get this done. Um, I'm going to prepare a call lightning spell, like right now, mm -hmm. while you work on breaking the thing. Yeah. So if anyone shows up after I'm finished casting, we're just blasting. We're going blasting. all out. Hell yeah. All right. Sounds awesome. All right. I will and Archie is just happily sawing away. He's singing sea shanties. He's asking the crew to join in. You know, they're all having a grand old time. Totally. Yeah. Uh, Janet and John Brophy are singing along with you. <clears throat> James comes over and takes a look at the, the guard that's been beaten into unconsciousness and will do their best to make sure that the guard doesn't actually just, you know, bleed to death here. Um... But, you know, there's not much you can do for the poor sap. Uh, reports to you that his jaw has sustained too much damage and he can't stop the bleeding inside the mouth and he's probably just going to drown in his own blood. All right. So he turns the guy upside down and just, like, lets him bleed out instead. Instead of the, like, horrible drowning and gagging. Um, and that'll be that. Let's see... Very quickly, you will notice a small amount of commotion over at the resort. Um, there appears to be a whole bunch of people standing on the beach, shading their eyes, looking this direction. Um, you've definitely been spotted. The altercation down here has definitely been noted, which makes sense. If this boat's been parked here for a few days, everyone at the resort probably knows about the boat. The guards have probably come and asked everyone at the resort yeah. whose boat it is. Um, yeah, they've definitely seen you. Likely that your presence has been reported and about 45 minutes later you can see a couple of guards who are pulling up on horseback uh, towards the resort area and looking out in this direction they're at a good range you know the resort's pretty far down the beach and they shield their eyes against the, the sun and observe and watch but notably, they don't approach. Uh, you see two two guardsmen and one officer of some kind all on horseback near the resort, and they're talking to some of the people over there, the officer in particular, while the guardsmen keep an eye on a lot of you in the boat. But they don't approach, and they don't give you any trouble. They better not. Uh, I'll wave at them. See what mm. their response is. They do not wave back. And after a little while of hammering and sawing and prying and cursing and working together, you free up the boat enough and uh, get yourself ready to push off and into the water. It's been about 15 minutes that the guards and the officer have been watching you. Um, officer's now remounted on his horse. The three of them are just near the resort, still kind of near the rest of the people. But they don't approach you at all. Sailing, like, like, you're scared away. of us. Hell yeah. I'll high five Archie. 
the two of you high five hop into your boat push out to sea and sail away Little do they know. Fallen directly into my trap. Oh no. Um, and some days later, our whole crew will be gathered together again in their base outside of Port Ferris. Well, on the journey. Mm. <laughs> One of the days, I would like to double-check the ship. There's a lot like creeping paranoia that we got away a little too easy. Um, and I want to see if there's any items that I don't recognize on the ship. You're a fucking genius, dude. You know, just cast the type magic to be safe. Yeah, yeah why, don't you, uh, why don't you give me a perception check while you search the ship? <laughs> you know... <laughs> My worst stat. It's a... Everything seems to be here that's supposed to be here. Nothing is not nothing is here that's not supposed to be here. You give it a good once over, and if there's something here that's not supposed to be here, it's like well hidden. Damn. Yeah, my paranoia is abated. And there's like a little bit of paranoia, but it's you know, that's just the low level paranoia that Sale lives with all the time. Hmm, okay. Uh Are you content then? There was no casting of detect magic, right? No spells have been uh, cast. Oh, I will cast detect magic just on one of the days. That's mm. a good idea. Yeah, a couple days into your journey, or you know, maybe a day and a half into your journey, you uh, give a quick once over with the detect magic. Detect magic is the sort of spell where you get like a like a path in front of you that you detect. It's not so much a cone, but more of like a straight path. And the boat's not that wide. So you can stand at one end of the boat and kind of look down at the boat this way. And then you can go to the other end of the boat and look the other way, just to make sure you encompass the whole thing. And uh, sure enough, on the underside keel of your boat, because you can't see it when you look over the top, uh, there is a beacon attached to the underside of your ship. Damn. Fuck that. Okay. This is like some federal agent stuff right here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so we're like two days. So they would be tailing us knowing where we're going. Or just waiting until we stop. I'll tell Archie about it. I said, Archie, I had a bad feeling about us getting away too easily. And I just, you know, I know the White Prince likes to use Beacon a lot. And I just had this creeping paranoia. Maybe, maybe he like put something on the boat, like something we wouldn't notice. And uh, I did a detect magic, and there's like something on the bottom of the boat with a beacon on it. I think this is how they track criminals. They don't actually confront them. They wait until they're laying low. Whoever this white prince guy is, his agents are a gene, are geniuses. I don't know about geniuses. Like, yeah, I don't think they're as, yeah, I don't think they're as smart as John, you know? But, <laughs> but <clears throat> I mean, like, can't can we just remove the beacon? Yeah, I think I think I think we should. I mean, unless it's like bolted onto the side of the ship, then we might have to like circle around a while while we try to get rid of it. Um, 
I will need to sleep though for a day and get a water breathing spell so we can go check it. Unless you feel like you could dive down and take a look. I, I like point to the side of the ship. It sounds like it's around there-ish. On the I ship. can. We can. We can stop for a second. Dive down real quick and see. All right. You uh, stop the drumming. The oars pull themselves in. The rowers disappear phantasmally. The rest of your crew has sort of gotten used to these creatures by now, and they're a little less skeezed out by it. Um, and everyone comes over to see what's going on. Little Bobby says he'll keep watch, and make sure nothing approaches on the distant shores. Um, Shoshana and Mary Beth grab some ropes and get ready to like toss them to you if things go poorly. And uh, Archie, it's up to you now. All right, uh, I'll ask before I dive down. I'll ask Sal what I'm looking for. Um, what would be the impression of the item that I have? Oh, there's a beacon down there. There's a magical source of blah 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 blah. I don't know. Something that looks out of place on the bottom of a ship, maybe. Okay. I'll go look for it. I'll dive down. Mm -hmm. And uh, swim around. Give me a perception check, Mr. Archie, Mr. Archibald. Always. Steve Archie does. It just doesn't miss, Neil. The bottom of your boat, on an, along the keel, is a very cleverly disguised little hole. It looks like someone has carved like a circular hole into the keel um, and then replaced, you know, covered it up with something that blends in very well. Just like a little circular piece of wood that's pressed in there. And then maybe there's some like um, some mud or some clay that's rubbed in there to hold it in nice and tight. And the, the wood matches pretty well with the wood on your vessel. And the lesser man wouldn't have noticed this um, this little spot back here. But Archie sees it. He recognizes the difference in wood pretty quickly. Archie is a man who knows his wood well. He's identified it in the past. Um, I'll, I'll dive up and I'll yell up to sail that I found something. What is it, Archie? I, 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 think, I think it's the beacon. I think, I don't know if I can... What did you say exactly the object looked like? I'm sorry. Um, it's like someone has patched a yeah. a, a plank or a, not yeah. a plank, like a, a big yeah, yeah, heavy yeah, piece so of wood. It's like it's like someone bore a hole into it and then patched mm -hmm. it up with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think yeah. you could carve it out with a knife, Archie? I can try. Yeah. Okay, can you toss I'll, me uh, one down? Yeah, I'll toss him down. The sturdiest knife that we have access mm -hmm. to. It's not a difficult thing now that you've seen where it is and you're a proficient swimmer. You can tread water with just your feet and, or, you know, if you need to grab onto this, you take a deep breath, swim down and fuck around with the knife and very quickly that thing plops open and uh, something falls out and begins to sink. I need you to make me a dexterity check to grab it um, quickly before it sinks. <laughs> uh... Yeah, you pull out a gemstone. Yeah, well done. I'll I'll, I'll hold up the gemstone to sail. Mm -hmm. Excellent, Archie. Yeah, Climb back right. on. I'll toss the rope to him. This size, it's 
blue in color. Um, you want me to you toss it? Uh, no, it's it's fine. Just uh, I'll throw him a rope. Just grab the rope. <laughs> I'll pull you up. Yeah. All right. Quickly, the party's all aboard together, and you've got this gemstone. Uh, I would like to investigate it, just like to get a really good idea of what it looks like and what it is. Yeah, it is a multi-sided, um, deep blue color stone about the size of this D20 over here. Uh, looks to be quite valuable indeed. Um, you know, probably fetch you a hundred gold or something on an open market. I'll turn to Archie and I'll say, hmm, what do you want to do with this? We could just toss it overboard leave it for some other sucker to find or we could do some mischief yeah I was thinking that too like there has to be something something better we can do with it well uh, we could meet up with another ship on the water and accidentally drop it on their oh. on their ship or yeah. uh, we could you know find out a way to make it float and leave a note on it. <laughs> I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Yeah, we have some of this. We have some wood left over from when we broke the ship, right? We could just tie it to that. Leave it hanging out in the ocean. Um, I kind of like the idea of attaching it to another ship, though. Because that way, too, we can ensure that maybe the ship keeps going and they keep following it. So they're wasting more time sail. Hmm. The only problem with that is, if we meet up with any other ships, they're going to see our rowers. So that's kind of a hard thing to pull off, unless it's aggressive. And if we wait out for another ship to come, they're just going to catch up with us, huh? Yeah. Hmm. I mean... Yeah, maybe we just attach it to a piece of wood, leave it floating out, leave a nice note. Yeah. Okay. I like that pun. Yeah. What day would you say that this was on their journey? How far away from base are they? Hmm. Probably two day two or three, I would guess. Yeah, let me see. It... Sail, could we maybe catch a fish and attach oh. it to the fish? That's an amazing idea, Archie. I'll call up the fisher who I think was um, Shoshona? Mm-hmm. Shoshana. Shoshana. Shoshana, yeah. Shoshana, catch me a fish, please. Yeah, <laughs> she grabs one of the poles and puts some bait on it, tosses the end overboard, and she's going to work on getting you a fish. That was um, a genius idea from Archie. Yeah. I feel yeah. like he should get plus one int or something. Yeah. <laughs> 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 He's <been hitting> some... <laughs> um, I will... Uh, hopefully with the assistance of Archie, attach this gem to the fish in some fashion or make the fish eat it or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm just getting the figures here. So it took you like two days to get there. So one, two, this would be Angel Island. And then you were there for three days, I think. One, two, three. Left this day. So you left on the 12th. And it would have been on the 13th then that you found the beacon. 
Sure enough, Shoshana caches you a fish, uh, pulls it up. Nice, you know, about yay big. Not the largest fish you've ever seen, but certainly big enough to... Uh, how do you attach a gemstone to a fish? Um, either, like, if it's a big enough fish, you could probably just force feed it to the fish, because I don't think they have a vomit reflex. Mm. And it's probably too big to pass through its digestion system, so it would live mm. for a few days before it would die ultimately with it. Maybe get eaten by a bigger fish, like a whale or something that swims around with it inside it. Hmm. Question, am I, under, am I to understand that it seems like beacons can be only put on, like, pretty expensive items? Like, you can't just put it on a fucking log, right? Uh, that's kind of how magic items, I feel like, work. But I could be wrong. I think that's permanent magic, I think. It yeah. has to be exquisite. Yeah. For a beacon spell, the caster imbues a crafted object, a coin or a carved stone, a sword or a crown, okay. but not a random pebble with a strong okay. magical aura. Yeah. So it has to be something that has been like tailor-made or carved in some way, shape or form. And I'm not lying. just like I got a rock and I hit it once with a hammer and now it's like a man-made rock, you know, yeah. it's something with, that has been worked with intention and is of fine quality. Mm-hmm. Um, so you gonna you can force feed it to the fish, if the fish is big enough to eat it. Yeah, I'll why not? It. it could sure. It might not be good for the fish, but I don't think that's the concern here. So the fish's welfare is of no concern. Of mine. <laughs> <laughs> you plop the gem in the fish's mouth. It swallows it, and into the ocean it goes. Whoosh, yep, and swims away. And the very next day, our party will return and regather back at Port Ferris, or just outside of it. Do they decide to share the story about the beacon stuff? Uh, yes, I would. I would definitely tell you guys about it in like the context of I think things are escalating. Uh, also, we know how he tracks pirates. That's on like we need to like be checking the boat if it's ever like left unattended. Yeah. Norum's gonna say, "Well, one of us, you or me, need to carry a detect magic every day before we set sail." Yep. And also, I'll also mention the Neuroom. If he can learn the beacon spell, this is a great way to track valuable cargo ships ourselves to hunt them down. Mm. No, I'm not. Yeah. Um, he mm. already has the beacon spell. Mm. Okay. Um, he wants to learn. I don't know how you want to rule this, Koibu. He wants mm -hmm. to re learn a remove beacon. Um, so it's more targeted than remove or like uh, dispel magic. Mm -hmm. I want to know if I could make like a second level remove beacon spell that mm. all it would do is remove beacons. Um, at either 100% accuracy or, like, pretty high? Yeah. You're going to need a proper, like, a, a research library to okay. go through that. If you can find, like, a wizard or a wizard's library or you can, like, take over a place for a little while, you're going to need um, enough books to do your research, which will take you weeks. In cool. theory, you might be able to achieve this, but we won't know until you have the books in front of you. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's quite an interesting story you've got there, guys. Worrying, but also uh, interesting. You know, I wonder if this were to happen again, if we couldn't lay some sort of ambush with something like this. Oh, good. That's really clever. Perhaps lure them to an island where we're already waiting with coal lightning. Mm. We could also sow the seeds of doubt, attaching it to ships that are loyal to the White Prince. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if they'll end up thinking that we've got a base underwater. If they're tracking the fish. How stupid are these guys? Sure if we're lucky, you know, 
with the assistance of the fish, who, you know, he might think that all his enemies are underwater and that we're just like yeah. above water as your servants. Yeah, you're right. Hey, that still might be true. This might not be a fish, but who knows what it is. I think we, uh, I think we gave him the old slip there. <laughs> nice. Yeah, well, uh, you know, it's been a bit quiet around here, just me and Nilrim. And, uh, yeah, I'm glad you guys are back. Been good, though, Is right, it... Captain? It's been all right when you've been around, Nilrim. You've just been locked in that room, yours. Oh. Reading them damn books. I like well, you like, I can read them to you. No, I'll no, you're all right. <laughs> just reading, Nilrim. Haven't killed anyone lately, have you? <laughs> Normal smile. No, well. I think I got that out of my system. <clears throat> On that point, um, I don't want to go into the details of it, I say, looking at Norum, but um, activities have taken place on the, uh, in Flotsam, and I suspect that there might be increased attention from the authorities in the near future. So I suggest to everyone, I say as they're all like, getting their shit off the boat, no one takes any walks outside the base if you have that access. I look over the NPCs. Um, keep a low profile, don't burn any fires that are too large, you know, there's going to be more men on the island, so do not do anything that could draw attention to us. Everyone nods in agreement. I'll pipe then, up and say, then maybe it's a good idea we get out of here and go somewhere for a while. Um, quick question, yeah. are we due for any experience here? I'm 1700 away from, le or I guess 1600 away from leveling, so I'm... Ooh. We last got experience right after you left the last episode of the episode before. Yeah, the other island, um, and then last session, you know, we went around, and we did some things, but I don't think any of it's okay. really XP worthy yet. Cool. Fun. Okay. Yeah, we can get out of here, but where are we going to go? Can oh, go by the way, um... I picked up our first payment from Ajora, so uh, she's kept her to her side of the deal. We made five hundred gold. That's, That's not good. bad. Not bad at all. I'm in the mood for pillaging, Captain. Would you mind if we did our uh, newfangled way? We roll a d12 to figure out where we're going to pillage on the um, on the islands. Wait, what do you mean? So we don't ever like have like a, a method of how we're like going about. We always roll a d12, so it's like a clock. So we go to right. See, so you, you just you just want to sail in a random direction and just fuck some ships up. Yeah. Pillage, either get a new ship or get some supplies. Um, maybe get some more people. Mm. I don't mind doing that. I just feel like maybe we should have do it on the way to doing something else. But uh, if you all want to just get out and get out on the sea and have some fun, then I suppose we can. But what are our options, John? Where can we go? The only leads I have are towards the inner islands. Well, I was thinking about that. Now that we've got uh, Ajora working with us, we still do have the option of getting in touch with her and getting her to give us a lift to the Inner Islands. Dropping us off. Not saying we should do that now, but it's an option. Something that we should think about. We could always find a lead by um, pillaging a little bit. That's true. You never know what you might run into on the open seas. I kind of think it's important um, before we go to the Inner Islands to get a different vessel. The Inner Islands is packed with wind, and that's the primary use of transport. So I think that um, maybe even getting a ship here would be the next step, but I'm good for anything. Yeah. 
What, you think the rowers won't work? In the inner isles? I just don't think they'll work as well as, um... Hmm. With, a The sails. Or, with a sail. My character would know. He's from the inner islands. Yeah. Does... Yeah. Is that so the correct... The, more or less like the inner uh, rings have better wind power and so you want a vessel that is more like rigged for wind yours is fine you can make progress on your own all you want but the bigger ships in the middle island uh, in the middle ring are going to be faster than you they're going to have like longer hulls and they're going to be able to pick up um, a hell of a lot of more wind and they'll outpace you in the inner ring out here the winds are not so great so even with their massive sails they can't quite get enough power to propel themselves forward so your little row boat your um, oar powered vessel is really ideal for this outer rim so what you're saying Elrim is that uh, whilst we'd still be able to get around we wouldn't be able to outrun any pursuers correct not until we get a uh, bigger well, better ship given how all our trips landside go with you three uh, I'd say that that's a problem that needs rectifying if we can't outrun our pursuers the other, the other option is not getting into any trouble, which I find to be an unlikely <laughs> <Impossible>. proposition. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we're searching for a ship, a big one with sails. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, it's at this point that James raises his hand. <clears throat> Excuse me, yes, Captain. James. James. Uh, well, James is the is the guard, right? Yes, the guard the who was forced to uh you know execute his former crew members and stayed with you through the fight yes um they're acquiring ships is very difficult there's a lot of registration and um what do you call it yeah uh, we don't worry oversight. about registration but we're not really acquiring them in that way james i i i know but ships that aren't from the dardens that come in here aren't registered anywhere and need to apply for registration. If a completely foreign ship were to make its way within here, it could be registered in someone's name without having to worry about overcoming. But you'd have to pay all the fees. Well, we could pay the fees. We had this idea once upon a time. We traveled out towards uh, Arcadia, but ran into a Kelpie and uh, quickly abandoned the plan. But it was a good idea then. It's probably still a good idea now. We could do something like that. Travel down the uh, shipping lanes. Mm-hmm. Find a big ship with sails. What Come do you think? With, that plan. with sails. Yeah, yeah, with sails. Something that can outpace our enemies. He's making a name joke, Captain. I, I, I know, Nilram. I ignore that on purpose. There's only one sail, no room. <laughs> True. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. Uh, we could do that. Seems as good a plan as any. Nilrum will ask James, I think we've done this before, to point out the primary shipping routes. Um... Yeah, James is not super familiar with these things. He'll mention that uh, in in the Dardens, it's just in the circles with each of the, the rings, and then mm-hmm. anyone that's heading in is sort of off on their own course, and the, there's not really a proper shipping route. As for outside of the Dardens, the Dardens sits like a little south of the main route from uh, Redport in Arcadia to Tide's End in um, Solemn. 
And so anything just to the north of where you are here would probably be where you would run into those ships. So if you go to, um, oh, you know, north of, of Summerland or Colrogia, one of those places, uh, and then just head out a few, a day or two. And then if you can sort of just keep a steady location out there, you should run into yeah. some ship eventually. So you want to do, Captain? Seems good. Seems like a good idea. How do we know if whatever ship we get can outrun those that the uh, White Prince is using? I'll know. No, he's know? not knowing that he'll know, but yeah. You understand the the forces? The... I was born in the Inner Islands, Captain. I know all about ships. I actually okay. did sail with my uh, uncle, the dirty bastard, for uh, many years. He stole my magic ring. You had a magic ring? What did it do? It's water breathing. Holy fuck. Fucking loser. Hey, where's your uncle? Norm shrugs. Uh, he went back to sea. If one day we're lucky enough, I'd love to introduce him to Ponos. That's the spirit, Norm. That's something I can get behind. A magic ring? That sounds great. You know, all captains should have a magic ring. I hold on my hand and look at him. Yeah, that would look good. What, what, did, you, what, what did it look like? Magic ring. What it looked like, yeah. Nice, yeah. I found nice it green, uh, after I fell under, fell overboard. I was able to manipulate the magics. <sighs> Wild magic, some would say. It was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? Who knows what those foreigners will have on board? I hear that, uh, you know, out in, Ar out in Arcadia, there's all sorts of wizards and magic over there. You know, it's not all controlled by the king or whatever. There's loads of shit. Could be a wizard on a boat. We could capture one. Steal his spellbook, steal his magic rings. Normal mm. nod. Maybe we'll see my old, uh, my old master coming for me. God, mm. I hope he does. <laughs> Let's talk about ships for a moment, because there are many types, and each ship is ideal for some sort of purpose. There's no, like, one ship that is just superior in all ways. If your ship is um, larger and faster, it probably has less cargo space. Or if it's more shallow so it can go up rivers, then it's less seaworthy in a storm. If it's more able to handle a storm, then it can't get as close to land, um, but it might have more cargo bay because it's going to be like a deeper hold. Like, there's no one, this is the perfect ship for every situation. Every ship serves a very particular function. Some have need large crews to ma uh, manage them, and some need small crews to manage them. What are the traits that this crew is looking for in a ship? Um, I, I think like we, it's nice to be able to outrun pursuers. I think that I don't think it needs to be the fastest ship in the West, but as long as it's faster than your standard sail ship, the rest is probably fine. We want the fastest ship. Hmm, okay. we, be, we also want to be able to, I think, track people down. Um, and we don't want to die in a fucking storm. So less about going through rivers and small stuff like that, because we can just have like a paddle boat on board that we can mm -hmm. jump off to more about like survivability and speed. Okay. So you want something that is highly seaworthy that has good speed on it. And you're going to want good speed for outer middle and inner islands rings, right? Yeah. Which good speed should be, we should be able to like drop the sails for the outer islands on like a good speed boat and just use rowing power. That's kind of why our Viking ship is actually really, really, really fucking good right now is because yeah. we yeah. can do that. Mm -hmm. However, no, it needs it's a... not going to be perfect for the internet. 
needs a captain's quarters as well. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Captain's luck. Day one. Nilram is a dick. Day but two. Useful. Nilram is a cunt today. Still useful. <laughs> Day three. Nilram murdered seven children. But he also saved my life. <laughs> All right. This is a good spot to take our first break. When we come back, maybe our party will set out to the north and look for the right sort of ship. And we'll find out on the other side of our break. So see you soon. Au revoir. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Tides of Death. So our party's sitting around their table here in base, having this discussion about ships, thinking about what they need to do. And... Some ideas for some good ships come to mind. Um, what you're looking for is what we're going to be calling like a clipper. Now, don't compare this to historical terms. Clipper ships have meant different things over the years. We're just stealing some terms and applying them to our ships here. It's a medium-sized ship with a lot of masts, uh, with three masts. It's got some good cargo room. It's very seaworthy. It's uh, got enough length that it's got some real good speed. And in theory, it can be modified to put uh, to be rowed as well. Although that would you know change mm. some of the the cargo space and blah 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 involved with it. It will be uh, a pretty solid ship that covers most of your needs. It's not going to be the fastest ship in the world, but you could modify it to outfit it with oars so that you could go against the currents really well as needed. Um, and that would also give it some extra maneuverability, which sometimes um, they can lack a little bit of. But here's the problem. For this, like, really good upgrade of a ship that you're looking for, if we don't even count rowers, you're still going to need a crew of, like, 40 people to really properly operate it. Any of these, like, good, fast ships that can work in the inner ring and the outer ring, you're going to need a really large crew to manage them, which is not impossible. Mm. But looking around at the 10 or so people assembled in this room... It's just not enough to properly crew one of these ships. You could squeeze by with like a skeleton crew that can barely make it go, but then you're losing all of the valuable things out of it. So. Well, you know, we're unlikely to find a ship without a crew, so. Do you want to yeah. take someone else's crew? Well, you know, if we take the ship, we take the crew with it. At least to begin with. True. That could probably do? get you where you need to go right away. But a crew with bad morale in a fight is pretty terrible. There's a reason that Still in the Mediterranean, all of the rowers weren't slaves, but freemen. Because you, you want your rowers to be well-paid and uh, well-rested, well-skilled, um, and well-motivated. A, a crew that actually does the sailing of the ship who is enslaved or, you know, not really happy about their job is they're not going to perform well under pressure. And when it comes to being in a chase or being in a fight, they're going to let you down, says Wiley. You got to find a good crew for your, for your ship. You can't just force people into labor. Sure, they might get you point A to point B once or twice, but when the White Prince comes breathing down your neck, those damn scallywags are there. They're, they're going to work half-assed. They're going to wait for you to be caught. They're going to sabotage your entire operation and throw themselves on the mercy of the White Prince. They'll turn you in. You can't trust enslaved men. They're worthless. What you need are some good scallywags. What you need... Captain, what you might want. Mm -hmm. No, it's not my position to say what you need, but what might help you. 
There's a good crew, a good set of recruitment. Now, ha, 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 yeah. In the olden days, I knew enough people that I could just drum up business from friends here and there. Um, I don't know if you have any comrades, friends in arms, uh, people you know who might be able to help you get a crew together. Well, or just some good old-fashioned volunteers. If we're going to be outside of the Dardens anyway, Archie, we could always return back to our old stomping grounds in Arcadia. I'm sure I know a few people still around, uh, you know, what was the name of that city on the north coast? Redport? Redport. Just, no, not Redport. The city that we were based out of. I'm just looking it up now. Pretty sure it was Redport. Uh, no, it was Weatherlight. Weatherlight. You know, we're already going to be halfway to Solemn anyway. We could get the established crew to give us a lift to Weatherlight. Uh, send them all on their merry way and see if we can't find any of our uh, old friends or new friends. I'm sure there's still plenty of uh, pirates there. My issue is that any good seamen who are disloyal to the White Prince are going to be few and far between. Hard to come by. Here. Sounds like a brilliant idea, Captain. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was thinking as well, Milrim. Do there's anywhere on these islands that are untouched by the White Prince, perhaps an old tomb or an old wizard's tower or something? You reckon that there's anywhere the uh, the White Prince hasn't gotten to yet? I mean, I imagine if there are, the people who know about them are the White Prince, but maybe somebody back in Arcadia might know. There's plenty of wizards over there. I mean, there's the one island. <clears throat> we could even probably get crew from there. The Kaiser Island. Sulphur. Yeah, that jungle people, though. Do they know how to sail ships? You can teach them. Yeah, There'll I don't know. be a few who want to go on a wander list. I mean, I'm sure we could pick up a few, but 40? I don't know. 40? Probably not. But we can definitely get some. Yeah. We want seamen. We don't just want bandits turned rowers. And, and you're going to need would, uh... more than rowers, says Wiley. You're going to need able-bodied seamen. You're going to need uh, people who have no fear of climbing up to the, the top of the tallest masts. People who know how to tie knots together. They can people turn on an island. two crappy ropes into a good one. Well, uh, why don't we head out into the shipping lanes to the north? See what we can find. And if we do find a ship, take it to Weatherlight. See who we can pick up there. And then uh, if we've got a few spots to fill afterwards, we can always head to Kaiser Island or uh, that place where we found the first healing salts. Remember, you were there with us, Wiley, with Spike, the bandits and that. Mm. Could maybe find some people there too. Mm. Where I'm sure the bard? if we... Yeah, well, you killed the bard. If we bring enough silver and gold with us to Weatherlight, I'm sure it would be hard to come across uh, willing recruits. All right, let's head out. So, we're um, going to head out to the shipping lanes to the north, as I understand it. Yeah. And just sit out there and hope you come across the right type of ship. I think so, yeah. We'll take enough supplies that we can anchor out there for a few weeks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, before we go, there's like two things I'd like to do. Right. Mm -hmm. The first one is uh, after we like finish with the meeting and everyone goes to bed, I'd like to ask Archie if, uh, if I could talk to him that night. Alright. What's up, Sale? We didn't get a chance to talk about this. Cause dude, you were wasted. You were like completely gone, dude. 
Um, I mean, back on the island, yeah, we got pretty fucked up, right? It was amazing. It was awesome. Um, Remember the gnome that was sleeping in the alley that we pissed on? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, he must have woke up and thought he did it himself. God, what a fucking idiot. But uh, you said something to me. You said you you talked to Rohi and you you ate him. I don't, you were really you said some you said some now I don't know you said some crazy shit. What what happened, Archie? Um, Archie will very suspiciously like look around, very obviously trying to come up with a lie, which he's terrible at. Um, I. Uh, uh, what? I don't. Um, I think I would remember eating. What? what who is it? You said you ate like a squ- like. I don't remember. You said you ate him. You said you ate. You know the god guy, the drowned one. You said you ate him. Like he's in you right now. And I like poke his belly. I'm. I mean, we ate squid that one night, right? Maybe that's what I meant. So you were just wasted talking shit. Is that what happened? Well, if I did meet that guy, which I'm not saying I did, obviously, but if I did, like, if that did happen at some point, you know, in the future, I mean, would you be like, would you be like mad at me or would you feel like that I like betrayed you or something like that? Uh... Sale will cross his arms and, like, lean back and think for a moment. I kind of thought I was special. I thought I was going to be the only guy who was friends with, you know, him. But I guess, like, if anyone else was going to be in it with me, I think I I would want it to be you, Archie. Well, what you will think. Listen, um, there might have been this one. It was. You have to understand, okay? It was. I wasn't being. That night when we fought at that house and I ran away in fear. You remember that? Yeah. I think a few people ran away too. Yeah, yeah. It's I. Uh, I got really like my entire body was afraid, and I. I ran as fast as I could, and I don't understand this has never happened to me before. And I left you guys, and all of you, you, John, even Magic Man could could died because I ran away. And you don't do that to your crew, right? Did you? Did you choose to run away? Did you freak out? What happened? Uh, I don't. I don't know what happened. Just my entire. I felt like I was gonna die immediately if I didn't start running right that instant. So huh. I just ran. And I, 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 I heard. I heard a doctor talk about this once. I think it's a panic attack, or something. I think. A panic. That sounds like some. That sounds like some. Weak landlubber shit. That someone like me doesn't want to associate with. 
No. Regardless of what it was, um, I I left you guys to die, my crew. And um, it was the the night later, and you know I was I was just feeling so down, and I think I'd been drinking too, and I I was sitting out talking. on. I'll step forward and give him a hug, and I'll say, it's okay. I get afraid sometimes, too. But we're in this together, brother. You I can just, tell me what happened. I just I just never wanted to be afraid like that again. I, I never wanted to leave you guys to die like that. And, and I was just sitting out on the beach, and I... Actually, we'll think really hard. And I, I wasn't really doing anything, but I saw this, this squid come up in the sea and I was like hey what, what was that so, that looks weird I've never seen I've never seen that so I swam out to it and it kept going away and I swam after it and eventually it, I, I dove down to follow it it was the squid and it 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 like swam into my mouth and talked to me and asked me if if I never wanted to be afraid again and you know I I, I wasn't gonna lie right I, I didn't never want to be afraid again so I I said yeah and then it asked me to be you know it said like well it, it had this like creepy deep voice right it was like will you be mine and I was like yeah yeah sure and then it, it disappeared in me and it swam back to shore and I don't know I don't know what's going on now oh I think, I think you met, and I'll whisper like really quietly. I think you met Roy. You think? And I think, I think maybe, because, I think when I was, at my darkest moment, before I died. I think that's when he chose to help me, and I think you had that dark moment, and now yeah. it's helping you. Yeah. So I think we're both now, servants, of him. And I think uh, I think that means we're we're on a different level from Nilrum and Winters. We're like brothers, kind of, right? That's right, brothers of the sea. I'll reach my yeah. hand out to shake Archie's hand. Well, you know, Sale. I think I don't think what what makes a man special is who he follows or where he comes from. Makes a man special is if he knows how he knows his way around a boat and how he can help his crew. And you've been a good crewmate all the way through. You've been loyal. You've been good. And I think that makes you special, regardless of of how many people the the ocean guy you know talks to. Thanks, Archie. I'm gonna like sail is very close to crying because he's always just wanted to be accepted and complimented by a friend. I'll, I'll give him a hug, real nice, bear hug, lift him up. Hey, don't you go crying on me, okay? That's not... There's enough There's enough salt water out there. We don't need any in here, okay? I, like, wipe my hands. I'm like, you're right, Archie. You're right. <laughs> uh, and I think that's more or less the whole conversation that I wanted yeah. to have. <clears throat> sure. Okay. Oh, the only... I had one small question. I can reverse a lot of spells. Could I, like, reverse call lightning to become like a lightning rod so if someone else casts it like i catch it it's something to think about hmm. Hmm. if i were able to do that 
because then if I got a way to resist lightning, I could make the ship, you know, if we're outnumbered, I could reverse the spell and like tank it. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, I will look into that. Okay. That's everything. <clears throat> Excellent. The next day, our party is going to set out. And who are we going to take with us on this journey? Are we just going to take the core people or are we going to take uh, the newcomers as well? Take a few people, right? Maybe James? Yeah, we can Real bring quick, James. I Omega zoned out earlier. Where, where are we going now? We're hunting for ships. We're hunting Got for it. ships. Yeah, yeah, okay. Just bring James. He can be with Winners. He can be Winners Bodyguard. Sounds good, yeah. Right, so we're going to take these ones. I'm going to put a James over here. We're going to take a sail with us. And uh, this is going to be who sets out today. Yep. Right. Yep. Oh, uh, wait, we get Wiley and make sure he's back. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can retrieve Wiley. He talks fondly of listening to the sounds and seeing the people. Anything and the kids? Oh. Oh, yeah, we should probably talk about this. Based. Where is, uh, where is the appropriate? That lady's uh, going to be tried for murder. Ah, uh, lad. Kids, I forgot to tell you when I came back. Probably should have said, said something to you right away. What you know that, uh, that orphanage where you... He, who, who else is here for this conversation? Is just the two of you? Yeah, I think he'd just probably have the captain and himself, the people who know about it right now. Just the three of you then? Okay. Yeah. That orphanage where you snagged the whippersnappers from... Well, apparently a couple of the kids got a look out a window while you were talking to them and, uh... I got a good look at you. Me? And no. then, and then there's the teacher and the mom, and uh, they they got a good look at you too. And uh, some bright person I was in town. Disguised, by the way. You were totally disguised, but they got a look at yeah, whatever your disguised was. Yep. Uh, and the, the smart people in town put two and two together. A strange man asking about children, and then children go and disappearing. And, uh, they're real concerned. Brought it up hey, to... The townsfolk? Oh, yes. The townsfolk, the nobles, the low, low, the, the, the regular people. They brought it up to the White Prince's ship with the Inquisitor that was out there in the ocean. And, uh, oh, oh, they were hopping mad. The Inquisitor did not particularly like that that someone was targeting the White Prince's potential acolytes. Uh, had a whole bunch of words to say throughout town about it. Very unhappy-like. Put a down a circle of truth and started dragging witnesses within it, asking them all sorts of questions. Uh, any man who's re remotely looked like you, sir, anyone about your height and weight was pulled in, questioned. 
I think you might have uh, drawn their attention and their ire a little bit. Uh, ain't nobody goes after the children that could be the White Princes without the White Prince paying attention and noticing. And, uh, well... I don't, I don't know what to tell you, sir. You hear that, Nilrum? Nilrum's just smiling from here to here. Another pile of shit you've got us all in. So he's upset. <clears throat> oh, Inquisitor was hopping mad. He was, uh, swearing this oath and that oath, and by a stare, he'll find this person. If it oh. takes him a thousand years, if he has to live his whole life as a zombie looking for you, he'll come after you. It was, uh,. Well, I this think is you've... concerning. I, uh, starting to think that maybe a bit of proactive, uh, a proactive solution might be for the best here. This Inquisitor's got out for us. Maybe we should, uh, nip that problem in the bud. I know there'll only be more after that, but at least it'll put this one to rest. Give it a Plus, few weeks, Captain, before, uh, when he's probably yeah. on high yeah, alert. Yeah. Well, we'll go out. We'll be gone for a while, especially if we're going to weatherlight but by the time we get back especially if we got a new ship you know it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world to get a look at whatever documents he's got inside that little hut of his get a hold of his helmet find out how it actually works oh not that inquisitor sir the other one the one that was on the ship the, the grand inquisitor who's looking around for the children that was the one uh granted yeah i i the inquisitor on in port ferris was angry too but it was the one going around interviewing the children that swore the oaths and Claimed he would burn the world down searching for him. How does an Inquisitor become a Grand Inquisitor? Is he some sort of... Does it make, make him more powerful, or is he just... Well, I think you could take the White Prince's cock the all the way down in your throat instead of just in the in the mouth. Yeah. Ah. I'll take the whole thing. Aye, aye. I think, I think you just no uh, put your, your nose all the way up his ass instead of just part way. All right, well, you get what I'm that. saying, though. I feel like we could kill one of the Inquisitors on the island, but this Grand Inquisitor fellow... I'm well, expecting to be more of a trouble. Circles of truth. It's gonna be a... It's gonna be a big issue, Captain. Is it? How come? I think that's an incredibly high-level spell. You'd have to ask Sail. Hmm. All right, um, let's get out of here, then. All right. Keep and... it to the... Keep it to your chest, Wiley. Don't... Don't go telling people that. Okay, wait. No, we need to uh, keep it quiet on Flotsam for the foreseeable future. We can't have them working out that this is where we're based because you know one I of these agree. days we're going to come back to this place burnt down and everyone everyone's heads on pikes. No one would expect us. To... It's truly the smartest idea, Captain. No one would expect us to shit where we live, and we kind of just shit where we live. Yeah, that would be that. stupid. Yeah, you're right. But it's so stupid that it worked. Yeah, not yet. It doesn't. We'll see if it works. Um, before we leave, Norman pays a visit to the guy in the uh, Sharpay. Guy... Your accountant? Not... No. Yeah, that person. Yeah. Uh, and he's gonna do a little light torture and uh, put the symbol of bonus on the ground and tell uh, Wiley to do it every day and uh, yeah. Oh, a bit suffering Sharpay's in for. Old Wiley's an old hat at that. Come here, Sharpay. How many fi- You still got all your fingers? Oh, well, let's take our time then. No need to burn through them this quickly. 
Now, where did I put that candle? Um, and he walks around for a while looking for his candle. That's good. And into the boat our pirates go and out to sea to the north beyond the outer rim and you go looking for looking for trouble looking for um enemies looking for ships to steal that's it mhm hell <laughs> all right Give me a navigation check, Mr. Nilrum, to get the party to the right zone where that main shipping line is. Oh, nat Nat 20. Yeah. Oh, does it fuck? The dice are on our side. Damn. All right. It takes you... Three days, well, takes you like a day and a half to get there. Uh, so let's see, we probably spent the 14th chilling. Oh, you also needed to repair your ship here before we left, right? Because you're missing some of your orlocks and there's damage to the sides. Uh, oh, right. Yeah, right. we didn't have that conversation. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I think it's just I a matter of told repairs. You okay. Yeah, we can just fix it. So we'll just add um, a few days of time. How long have we been here now? Because I might make another uh, four, five token days. of the... Do we want to wait guys... another two days and I'll try for a token? But a token, do you, do you mean... A... Yeah, okay, sure. Actually, right, you would have been days. here for oh. an extra two days because you arrived before oh. the other people did. So you've got... You don't even Here's need to wait Here's my wisdom check for it because I'm going to mm-hmm. try in a week. Yep, nice. it is. Another ship in the bottle. Please cool. Nice. Three of them. Okay, that's good. Yeah, it's really good. All right, so repairs. They are minor. You have a proficiency in shipbuilding, um, Archie? He's got a shipwright proficiency, yeah. Yeah. Shipwright, yeah. Perfect, perfect. Then you don't need to make uh, any checks for this level of repairs in this amount of time. And then it is a day and a half out to to the shipping lanes. That brings you out there on the 20th of March. And you sit out in the water, hoping that something good will come your way. On the second day, you see a small cargo ship coming by. Now, this ship is not particularly great for sailing. Um, It's not particularly fast, It has, you know, a a smallish crew size that you would need. It has some decent cargo space, uh, but it's definitely one of these, like, slow, bumbling, clunky little vessels. Not anything that you would want for for, um, piracy, unless you were trying to, like, disguise yourself as a a shitty little cargo ship. As much as I'd like to just rob every ship that passed us, we don't want to get, like, what happened to Starbuck, right? Yep. before we can find what we want so let's just keep our cool here obviously yeah. if like a, an expensive but slow looking ship comes past we'll we might rob it just for the gold but but we're not gonna we're not gonna pillage every little ship that comes past who just put our flag up asking what they have i just don't think we should draw attention yeah yeah 
as they come onto the horizon, you notice that they take a nice wide berth around the ship that's just sort of like anchored out in the middle of nowhere. Um, they they steer around you. In fact, the ocean here is deep enough that your anchor won't even hit the the shore. So you're having to like constantly like row yourself back in the right direction. And then as the currents and the winds blow you, then you row back mm. to the same spot or, you know, sort of row in a, an orbit around the area. The seas here are too deep for your small ship to anchor. But two hey, days later, ship. three days later, I'm sorry. A worthy ship comes into view. Uh, yeah. Yeah. This appears to be some sort of mm, maybe like a disused military vessel or a, a it's a, a it's a clipper ship that you would be looking for. It's got three masts with uh, three sails all the way up and down them. It's got a nice long deck. That's uh, probably the right thing in all the quantities. But like that cargo ship, as soon as it comes into view on the horizon, it like deviates. It doesn't go towards you. In fact, it wasn't like headed towards you to begin with. It was sort of heading you know, in the direction of you, but a few miles off. And you can see that as it sees you, it uh, like starts to take a wide berth around. That's not ship. weird though, because we would probably do the same yeah. for another ship. Yeah, if you're looking, if you're trading it. things or you're, you know, looking for car, uh, looking to move stuff and you don't want to deal with people on the seas, you just go around the ships and it's not that big of a deal. Um, um, I asked so the I, captain if we can start. Yeah, well, I, you know, I've spotted it with my eyeglass. There, Dilmer, look, it's perfect. I hand you the spyglass. No, That's my what? ship. Oh, God, I can and see it now. I can feel the feather bed. We'll start moving as All quickly right. as we can. Pull up the anchor, James. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Um, and off in the direction of the ship we go. Now, they are trying to avoid you. Right? They don't want to be caught by you in any way, shape, or form. Um... So you guys are going to have to make an opposed set of dice rolls. But I think Sale was about to say something before I interrupted. Captain, would you like me to start casting Call Lightning if we need it? I don't think we need to destroy the ship, Sale. All right. So probably not. Might make them surrender faster, but okay. Might, if they knew what it was. So we're going to do two things. You need to not only get your oars to be perfectly timed and perfectly synced, you need people on the sails able to quickly move them and furl them as needed, tilt them as needed, and you're going to need someone on the backside with a rudder who's able to properly navigate, um, you know, steer you in the right directions. You're going to want to do like a zigzag motion because you sort of go kind of a little bit into the wind facing these people, and so you're going to want to kind of curve through that. Um, Do we get any bonuses for um, our magic rowers? Being magic rowers will allow forever. Archie to use his check for the entire okay. crew um, and just allow one person to, to power the whole thing, but it's not going to give you any additional bonus on top of that. Is so, that what we want? One check? No, we're going to want a, a series of checks. Oh. We're going to want Archie's check for the, um, the oars. We're going to want someone's check for the sails and we're going to want someone's check for the rudder uh it does take three people to properly do the sails though and there's four of you and you need one drummer and one steerer leaves two people for the sails so we we're gonna have to do 
Um, hmm. Check at disadvantage for not having I'm enough confused. people we've for never... the sale. Well, we've never chased down a ship like this on the open seas before. This is a, a entirely new type of approach. In the past, either you've just been faster or slower, and there's been no question. But out here, out here, your ships are almost evenly matched, and it's going to be up to the skill of the sailors in Sorry. order to outrun each other. Out of game, didn't know that we would need another person for like the sails. Can we have brought someone? Yeah, because I think our whole goal was to catch someone. Yeah, that's was fine. It... You, okay, if you, I was you would have been aware of this. Apprentice. I was going to sure. suggest it, but I just didn't. Mm -hmm. Bring her. Mary Beth or Shoshana? I don't remember. I think it's Mary Beth. Yeah. The two HP person. Yep. All right. Mary Beth is here. Okay. Thank you. And you have um, James as well. So you, you do have a yeah. person, but these are you know, slightly inferior sailors. So I'm going to want uh, one seamanship for the sails, one seamanship for the rower, and a seamanship for the uh, steerer. Okay. And it, uh, who wants to roll? Yeah. I'll roll. Or which one? Potato. Uh, I don't know. What do you want? What is uh, what is Archie rolling for? Um, I guess because Archie's yeah. doing one thing. Uh, Archie's rowing, so he his okay, seamanship so check will rowers. be for the rowers. Let's see it, Archie. <clears throat> Great roll. Pass. Then we need the sails and the what's the other one? And the Who's steering. So yeah, the sails are going to be the two of you that are... One of the two of the people in charge of the sails can do it. And then one person has to be in charge of steering. Captain the John, captain's probably room? steering. Yeah. Yeah, wait. Yep. You say sails. We don't have sails, do we? Yeah, we you do. do. We have one mast. Look at, okay. look at the boat. We just never need to use them in yeah. like, oh, a yeah, chief guess, situation yeah. before. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, what do you need to roll? You need to roll seamanship. Yeah. Oh, no problem. Do that easily. Like Excellent. That. And sail, do you want to roll it or do you want me to? I will, I'll roll it. Nice. I thought the um, the ghosts also did the rigging, like if I was wrong. Uh, no, they do no, one just... job rowing. Rowing. They row. And sail got a 25. Three rolls. Okay. This ship over here. Got great sailing power. And their sailors are fantastic. They have uh, literally nothing in the way of rowers, though. The boat is not accompanied by that, so they don't get any rowing bonuses. And their navigator, their helmsman, I should say, their pilot. It's Shit. a five, seven. Right. Now we are mad. Over here. Keep in mind, we can go forever, too. Yes. They're going to um, be making con checks. Well, since they're not rowing, they can go forever as well, right? Their limit oh, is going oh, to yeah. be yeah. Um, their sailors. We're just faster, I think, mm -hmm. on the outside. Yeah. yeah, on the outside, you're faster because you've got the 
the you can go against the current pretty well and you yeah. also can go with it and the, the wind on the outside of the Dardens is like a little bit less blustery than what it is here um, so you begin to make chase after this vessel and do you raise any flags do you have any communication with them on your way captain um yeah I mean I think whilst we're whilst we're chasing them you know we could say drop your anchor if you want to live Short to the point. We should also raise our flag. Yeah, true. Mm. Uh, they raise the a, a series of little messages on their um, on their little message cable that says, "Wizard on board, stay back." Now, this is a could easily be a bluff. You know, this is a, a go-to. We've got a wizard. Don't come after us. Message. Is it something you can trust? Nope. I it, we got I a wizard it. too. I don't think it matters as long as they don't fireball up but We should be fine. Mm. Um, ask, him, ask him what level he is. <laughs> uh, how long of a message can we send? Well, in theory, you can send as long of a message as you want. It just takes a while, right? You can like send up like 12 flags and then wait for them to read them just by like waiting 20 minutes, you know, a couple of minutes, then taking them down and sending it up again. It's just a slow form of communication. Okay. Um, we reply, we don't believe your boasts. Uh, surrender, mm -hmm. and I guarantee you will survive. Does it look like we're gaining? No, it doesn't. Right, right now, because it's still early on in the chase. Okay. Um, you don't seem to be gaining on them at all. You tell them to surrender, and you guarantee okay. they won't die. If Sail's not busy, I get him to start casting Call Lightning. Um, Sail. You climb down off the mast. You speak the words to the Call Lightning spell. You can feel a tingling in your toes. But it's sort of like... You know, it's like you're riding a bicycle, but the tires aren't pumped up enough. Mm. You go to cast mm. Call Lightning... And if you can feel the magic and you can see the storm, the clouds above kind of turn a little bit and, you know. Snowstorm. It's just not. It's not stormy enough. It's not calling. No, it's not. It's not that it's not stormy enough overhead. It's like the source of your, your magic is just too far away for you to really reach. It's like, oh. it's like deflated. It's. Maybe it is a dragon, Nick. It's just sort of. Uh -huh limp sort of <laughs> flaccid I'll uh say to the captain captain I don't think the storm is strong enough here for me to cast call lightning alright alright or well, that or I just can't reach my power at the moment that's fine let's catch them they'll wish they surrendered they'll oh, surrender right. captain um, you could you... I instead cast Moment to help? Or am Absolutely. I needed on the sails? Yeah. Yeah. You go to cast Moment, and that same sort of just like weak, powerless feeling fills you. It's like you're calling to someone who's like on the other side of a thick door, and they're not really talking to you. Or, you know, they're, you're not really able to hear them. It's like riding a bike with low tires or um, skating okay. on ice that's... Uh, you know, too thin, you're hitting the, the concrete below. 
I will go back to what I was doing. You guys mostly keep pace with this group. You've got the drums, though, so you can keep this pace for a long time. And your navigators, your sailors, are all good enough that you can sort of keep going with them. Um, But you're not really gaining too quickly on them. They seem to be uh, able to cut away from you fast enough that you're, you're... how long do you want to chase them is what I'm getting at We here. give chase. The second the wind changes, they're fucked. Yeah, we're mm. forever. Mm. You're in it. You'll chase them for days is what I'm hearing. Yeah. Excellent. And that's what happens. You chase them all day long. Hours we're gonna get them pass. And soon, eventually... Um, the sun begins to set. You guys are way off course now. Gods know where the fuck in the ocean you are. They were headed to the east, and now you're all way, way to the north, like at least three quarters of a day northward as the sun begins to set. Now, when the sun sets, you're going to lose sight of that vessel. If there's no lights running on it, there's not going to be any way to know where it is. How are you going to pursue them? This is something you've got time to think about, right? You're not in any great peril right now. How are you going to pursue after the sun sets? Is it even possible? Can we ever get close enough to cast like light on the ship? You are keeping relatively the same pace with them. Um, you are still miles away. I don't think any of your spells have a range of miles. No. Yeah, I'm struggling to think how we would follow them through the night. But uh, we do have a very intelligent wizard, so I'm sure he'll have a good plan. Obviously, um, I've got plans, but I'm role-playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Out of character, I don't have any. I don't know if you want to give an 18 <laughs> somebody, maybe an idea. Mm-hmm. All right, Nick's got some ideas. We need to beacon on that ship, really, don't we? I have beacon. I just can't place it there. It's touch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Could we gamble on predicting which way they'll turn? Mm. Well, they're going with the wind, right? Mm. So we just follow the wind. Okay. Seems fine. Do you have light sail? Uh, I can, I can try. I think my powers are weak this far from uh, from the dead drowned one. Oh, that is an interesting concept. Never heard of a cleric say that before. <laughs> you know what? I've never been a cleric who did that before. <laughs> I'm not really sure how this works. All I know is I'm having trouble. I give Nilrim a look that says maybe your friend was right. Hey, we'll give you like a smile, yeah. All right. You guys are going to take a guess. You're going to go in the direction that the wind blows the the hardest and hope that you can either catch up to them or spot them in the night, or at least that you go in the same direction and when the sun rises, you can see them. Yeah. He wants to, like, keep looking through the eyeglass, or he wants Mm -hmm. the captain to keep looking through the eyeglass the entire time to, like, just, like, the way that they went. I don't know if there's any... Maybe someone will show a light, you know? Yeah, I mean, if there's a moon, there might be, like, a glinting or something depends like that. Depends on the moon, depends That's... on the stars above. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yesterday was the new moon. 
So it is mm. hella dark right now. Yeah. Plus there's some clouds overhead. We were trying to cast called lightning, so the storm above was not letting a lot of moonlight through. But we wait, sun goes down, you pick your direction, and you row hard. Captain, with the spyglass, there is a non-zero chance that you're gonna be able to like catch a distant star that dips behind a sail and then reemerges on the other side if you scan the horizon oh. well enough. It yes. is theoretically possible, but I'm gonna need a really good perception check from you with this. I'm gonna need a um I'm gonna need a 35 from you. Okay. Alright, well I've got eight perceptions, so it's it's unlikely. <laughs> well but maybe I'll, a natural I'll, I'll 20 the, will do it. I'll you know? Go for the 20. Okay. You do catch right. sails in the distance at oh, night, um, but it is the wrong thing. A natural one you have rolled, and the captain mistakes one thing for another. You row hard into the night, um, getting a little bit turned around. At first, it seems like the ship is veered to the left, and after maybe 15 minutes of that, it seems like it's gone leftward again, and it's somehow like curving all the way around. And eventually, you realize... You've gotten lost, or you've lost the well, ship in the night. Hang on. Can I roll an intelligence check to see how quickly I might cotton on that this is a different ship? Because I am expecting them to go with the wind. If this other ship is in like the opposite direction, I'm wondering, like, you know, how can that's fair? They're a, they're a sail ship. I, I feel like I should be able to roll an in check, and the better I do, the sooner I catch on. Okay. It's not. Yeah. 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 There you go. Natural 20. I fight, work it out pretty quickly. Yeah. You work it out immediately. God damn. It seemed to go to the left, and then it was way too far to the left. There's no way the ship could move that quickly in that amount of time. You clearly you must go. have fumbled your rolls, um, fumbled your, your observations, or maybe they pulled down their masts so as not to be spotted this way. Um, mm. You are not going in the completely wrong direction, but you still don't know where this other ship is. So I'm just going to roll yeah. some dice and see if we get lucky. In fact, well, why don't we, we have you guys the, roll the dice? We're following the wind, though. So if they're following mm -hmm. the wind, then we should find them. Otherwise, I get... Then you can say it's random. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. The sun comes up hours later, and you scan the horizons all around, only to find nothing but open sea. The ship has eluded you in the night. They did not go this direction. They went some other direction, or or they, they went here and then curved somewhere else, or uh, whatever it was, you've lost them. You've lost them lost out at it. sea. The problem with chasing down really good, fast ships is that they're really hard to catch. All right, we'll get one. All right. We need to make our way back to where we were. Mm -hmm. Norm the Navigator's got that easily. Okay. Yeah. Give us the, another navigation check, Milram. 29. 29 is fine. All right, back to your spot. Yeah. You spend the day going back. Um, you rotate so Archie can sleep since he's been drumming all night. And let's see when the next time a ship comes by. Da -da -da. So that was all that day. This day is spent returning to your place. Um, one day passes, no ships. The second day, the next day passes, 
and you do see a small vessel coming along. It's not the sort of ship that you'd want to capture. It looks like a, like a really large fishing boat of some kind, maybe like a small whaling vessel. Um, and it is coming in from the east under the power of wind uh, and no sails. Well, I mean, I don't think we're interested in a fishing ship. No whaling vessels? Nah. Nah. No. I guess I'll ask the captain to look at it with his eyeglass. Does he spot any sense yeah. of wealth on the ship? I mean, even if you were rich, you wouldn't bring it with you on a whaling ship, would you? Probably be, not. You can see some, some uh, good working soldiers on the vessel who are, you know, uh, what do you call it? Muscle-clad with torn-open shirts, uh, hoisting nice. sails, dropping down cages into the water and hauling them back up, throwing out nets behind the boat and pulling them in. Um, they appear to be doing, you know, some sort of crab trapping or some sort of fishing, some other actions in addition to their whaling. And they're taking their time. You know, they'll sail for a little while and then pause and then drop some nets and some traps and then, you know, hoist things and sail again. Uh, these ones don't really go out of their way to avoid you. They're sort of just doing their business. Yeah. Uh, no, no riches to be looted on there, Norm. These are hardworking men. They don't deserve us ruining their day. That was Whalers. Next day, there's no sign of anything. Let me get some Fun. some water music here. We're ready while to be we're, out here for weeks. Yeah, you're you're ready to be out here for weeks. So, what's happening on the ship while you're out here for weeks? What is like the the daily life like, Archie? What are you doing out in the open ocean when you're not drumming? How do you entertain yourself on this relatively small vessel? With your five other people, you know, there's not who, any sense of who did we take along? James, James and, and yeah. Um, who's the other one? James and Mary Beth. Shauna. Oh, Mary Beth. Sorry. Mary Beth is the one who didn't join the punching the the Fight Club, right? Right. She's too weak. So I guess I'm spending a lot of time training with um, John Brophy. James. James. Sorry. James, yeah, 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 no, he was he was in the fight club, right? James, mm -hmm. so. yeah. So we're training a lot, teaching him to punch, you know, all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, otherwise, I'm hanging out, enjoying my time on the sea. You know, I'm used to being out on the open sea, being bored. I just like looking out on the sea, feeling the waves underneath me. It fills me with just content, just being that way. Mm. They're laying downstairs in the bed, or being out on the deck, you know. Making sure everything's clean, everything's nice, everything's going on nicely. Drumming when I can. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, just having a good old time singing sea shanties and talking to the captain. And, yeah. Uh, sail as well. And, you know, avoiding avoiding Nilrim a little bit. Great. Avoiding Nilrim a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Um, why don't you give me a wisdom check for your teaching of James, and I'll give him an, him an intelligence check for his learning from you. Uh, he's a, he's learning, but you're teaching, uh, maybe it's, you know, the, the rocking of the ocean is making it yeah. a little bit hard on this narrow boat. The narrowness of the boat does lead it to rocking a little bit. You get some good practice in, but it's not enough to move him forward in any, um, skill levels or anything. What about sail? What are you doing out here in your time on the vessel? Uh, most of the time... I'm feeling incredibly vulnerable and um, 
antisocial because I have lost contact with my source of power. So I'm mm -hmm. like trying to avoid people, not talk to them. I spend a little bit of time with Mary Beth, like talking about bandaging wounds. I'm like, hey, look, you know, this is how you like, you know, if somebody cuts their hand like this, you put the bandage the way you wouldn't think to put it because that puts tension on the wound. And it's mm -hmm. like, like little things like that. Mm -hmm. But like, otherwise I'm like, I'm avoiding people. I'll respond to people, but I'm kind of, you know, wistfully staring out into the water and hoping that we can go back to the Dardenne soon. Mm -hmm. uh, Nilrum, how do you spend your time out here on the open waters? Nilrum's teaching these losers how to actually use the shit. He's mad at them because that's why we lost uh, the other ship. It's because they didn't know what the fuck they were doing. James and Mary Beth, useless yeah. dead weight. Got it. Why don't you give me a wisdom check versus their intelligence checks to see if they can make any progress in their skills. Well, maybe not this time around. Fine. I shouldn't say versus, but like with their checks. Mary Beth is an eager learner. Um, James has no patience for this sailing shit. He's a fighter in his heart of hearts and all this like climbing up and down and ties, tying knots and you know, la looping things and coiling things. He just fucking, he doesn't care. Um, he's not a great learner. Mary Beth wants to learn, but not yet. And Captain James, not James, uh, John, what are well, you doing with your time? There's a tried and tested activity that pirates all across both the fictional world and the real world partook in to pass the time out on the open sea. I'll give you two guesses, Neil. That's what it could be. Blowing each other. <laughs> okay, that's that's not it, no? That's not it. You've got it. It's getting pissed. We drink the uh. rum. We sing the songs. You know, we slap each other on the back and... 99 bottles of rum on the wall. 99 bottles of rum. So does that mean then... you're drunk when, you, when a ship comes into view? No, because a good captain knows not to get too drunk. Good captain pulls it together, you know? I'm drunk, but I'm not too drunk. You know? Okay, you're riding that line that, um, you know, we're just enough alcohol to... Line. Just drunk enough. Exactly. Alright. Well, can you give me a con check, Captain? How do you ride? How closely can we ride this <clears> line? Well, just drunk enough implies that I already passed the con check, but I can roll <laughs> one for you if it makes you feel better. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, it's just drunk enough. It's perfect. Yeah. And that's when, you know, five days later, it is on the 1st of April, a ship comes into view. And not one of these, like, shitty whaling ships or these shitty cargo ships, but another one of these, like, large, fast-sailing ships. This one might be laden with cargo. It might be laden with all sorts of treasures. I mean, it could also just be moving people or animals or whatever, but it could be filled with gold. Is it a clipper? One, yeah, it's one of these. That's what we're looking for. It's one of these three-masted yep. clipper ships that are coming by. It's got a couple of decks on there. There's no room for oars, but you might be able to modify it. Um, it's got someone up in the crow's watch who's clearly spotted you with their own little um, uh, little spyglass. They probably spotted you before you spotted them. Their masts are so high. <clears throat> All right, I see it with the spyglass. By Martha's benevolent bosom, raise the anchor. There's one there. Let's go. Captain, uh, maybe we should lay a trap rather than give chase. I don't think we're fast enough. Maybe we could pretend to be in distress and in need of assistance. Any ship that sees a boat like this with only seven, with only five people on it, wouldn't be surprised. 
that we need help. A wise thought, Sale. Perhaps we might be able to get them closer by doing that. All right. Raise the flags for help. Hmm. The flags go up saying, help me. Or what? Yeah. what is specifically? You know, you... Mayday. 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 Or distress or, you know. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, I require a tug, the Zulu flag. <laughs> <laughs> That's the flag I put to your mom every night. <laughs> yes. Um, you signal to them that there's something wrong with your ship. Uh, and they will continue sort of in their direction, cross the shipping lane, and they will throw up the flags asking, uh, what, what is the problem? Ship, sail, what's the problem? Uh, pirate attack. <laughs> Barely escaped. Like, we were attacked. How did we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Foxtrot, I am disabled. Wait, what if... Yeah, you know, our ship is disabled. Mm. How are you going to back that up visually? Because they're going to be able to inspect your ship for, you know, even if, they're, even if they come right for you, it'll still take them the better part of an hour to get here. That's plenty What's of time to observe. What's the that, like, moves it? The keel? The keel, yes. Yeah, that's something that they couldn't see, correct? Yeah, keel's mm. fucked. Nice thinking, mm. Nora. Excellent. Well, heels fucked, you fly. Excellent. <laughs> Let's do a benevolency check. Are these people good Samaritans like who will come on out Sorry. here and, and help you out? <laughs> Are they honest folk? Obviously. Um, so... We want... No... L one. Mm, that in oh two d six kill one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what we want. This is what we want. Okay, these people are nice. These are good old sailors. Every ship on the sea needs a little help every now and then, and if sailors don't stick together, they all die. Um, so they aim for you and make haste in your direction. Nilorm will go up to Sail and give him a head rub, tell him that he's a genius, maybe even almost as smart as he is. Oh, thanks, Nilorm. Not sure if I feel clean after you've touched me, knowing what those hands have done, but I appreciate the gesture. <laughs> Sail, may I remind you that you massacred a whole mountain town and writ with all their blood everywhere. That's true. That was a good time. How many children were there again? No, neither of you know about the children. Yeah, you guys don't know about the children. I haven't right. told you yet. Yeah. Right. Well, this ship is coming straight for you guys. One of the problems that you're facing here is that they're much bigger ship. You know, they sit much higher out of the water than you do. And so what's happening on deck is a little bit hard to see because that... Um, the, the bulkhead that comes up on the side gets in the way of you really like counting the number of crew on deck. They've got 
a crow's nest way up top of their big mast, and so they can look way down on you and see everything that's happening on your ship. But their ship and what's on it is a bit of a mystery to you. Um, I will allow one person to make a perception check with a spyglass to see if you can't get some information about their complement, which means um, the crew and all the sailors and all that jazz. Who wants to do it? My perception sucks, so <clears throat> if somebody with better perception than eight wants to do it, then feel free. If no one's that much better, then I'll just roll it, because it probably is 12. me. Nine. Mine is also 12. I'll just do it. I'll, uh, I'll uh, actually have a look. Yeah, you guys can see the captain's a little bit drunk. He's like, yeah. got the spyglass backwards. He's like, it's really far away. I don't know what's going on. And Archie can snag right, it. I, uh... <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a... Uh... You can't really make out any details. I don't know. There's some people on the boat. Definitely some. Um, it's, not, it's not until it gets really close. Not until it's maybe you know, a hundred yards out that you can make out the details. Okay, if you're going to say it was a white prince ship, we should have seen the flags. Oh, it's not a white prince ship. No way. You can see it's flying flags of, you know, some family, some household that you've never heard of from a foreign land. You you don't give two shits about it. Um, But as the ship approaches you, you can see that um, up on the the foresail and the aftsail, there are archers. There's uh, maybe like 12 people up there with bows um, not drawn and notched like not ready to to shoot at you but these people are taking precautions they have some sort of um, military folk on board and the ship will get a little bit closer and a little bit closer and at what point are you all going to act what well, is well, the, if we can, on their ship yeah if we can get invited on board us, yeah. um, ah. when we're in do we get within shouting range or they Although, will no, probably not because of the sea. Yeah, uh, they're gonna but I want to. Keep... I want to send a message saying that we need water. Mm. And can mm. we come aboard? I'm gonna tell. Um... Uh, no, I guess I won't. Never mind. All right. They will get pretty close to you, maybe uh, thirty yards away from you. Just you know, far enough out in the water that your two ships aren't going to bump into each other, and you've got enough time to maneuver should things get bad. Uh, and they will launch a small skiff. You can see them hoist a barrel down onto it, and four people will row over towards you. There is a well-to-do officer. I whisper to the captain before they get here, uh, that's the person that we capture. Her uh, brown hair is back in like a long flowing ponytail that like flaps in the breeze behind her. She's got a, a rapier at one side and like a um, what do you call it? like a doublet a padded doublet on Is there like a family um, crest ring on her or anything oh yeah there's a what do you call it um, there's a, a large turtle emblazoned across the front of her doublet and the other three people in the boat two of them are rowing and the third person is like holding onto some cargo and the four of them are coming over towards you okay I turn to Nora I say to him just Nora don't do anything stupid alright we'll get our chance if this doesn't work no I'm not I won't do anything stupid, Captain. I will, uh, I stand one foot on the edge of my ship, my hat off and held at my chest, waiting for these people to land. No room, lightning bolts. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> she calls out, ahoy there, as the the little skiff gets close enough. Ah, by oh, the God's graces, are we happy to see you? 
Is she hot? Martha has blessed us. This could be tell, my savior. What is your name? This could be big, Koivu. Uh, yeah, yeah. Fifteen hotness. Ooh, shit. It's a gorgeous woman. Preventatively, you know, put my arm around Milrim as we've discussed before during <laughs> Yeah, Milrim isn't doing anything. He's good. Yeah, he'll, he'll, yeah. He'll just like making sure he's not doing okay, anything. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, wait, wait, I'm sorry, John. What'd you say? Um. Well, now knowing that she's 15 hotness, I will say, Ahoy there! Do the trials of my current predicament blind me? Or are you not the most beautiful woman I have ever set my eyes upon? Please, you must help us. We are stranded. Our ship is damaged. You surely <laughs> have been dehydrated if you think I am the most gorgeous woman you've ever set your eyes on. Stand back, captain of this small vessel. Let us see if we can help. And they'll pull their little skiff up. It'll bump into yours quickly. So we'll toss a rope over so you can like pull it close. And uh, she will climb aboard her uh, sword, her saber winging around the deck the other three two of the other three sailors or rowers over there start to hoist a barrel that looks like it's full of water towards your ship and with a little bit of help you can pull it aboard is this the moment of betrayal or no god no i say to her uh praise be thank you for the water you may have saved our lives are you the captain of this mighty vessel no i'm just sergeant at arms and nadinas she is a salty bitch she deprives us of the waters and the food that we need, keeps the wind still, and flounders us for days at a time. Oh. Pray tell. Mm-hmm. Our keel it is fucked, as we have told you. You wouldn't happen to have a shipwright on board, would you? She gazes around at the six of you. Not on this ship. I mean on your vessel. We do... We do, but fixing a keel is no task for the open seas. You'll have to be tugged into shore. Now, we have a mission and a deadline. This won't be a free pull. Of course, we can pay with coin. Splendid. Perhaps we could uh, enjoy the fruits of your company on board your ship rather than sit here and be tugged. I will say that I've been stranded out here with this lot for far too long and I could do with the... uh, Pleasant company. Mm. Her eyes sort of dart around to each one of you individually. She notes that you've got a sword at your side. Sail has a, a spear and a rapier somewhere. Uh, probably a rapier at your side and a spear tucked away. So she doesn't notice the spear. I think, I think I've thrown the spear away at this point. Yeah. Because um, yeah, yeah. it's never been used. <clears throat> yeah. Um, Archie, you're not wearing your brass knuckles, are you? No. That would be weird. Yeah. Uh, and with keeping a low profile, James and Mary Beth don't have any weapons on them. So she sees, you know, the two of you have swords, and then she looks at Nilrum and gazes him up and down. <clears throat> Who's this? A noble? You haven't introduced me. Nilrum, introduce yourself. I am, uh, I am Merlin. <laughs> Gives her a nod. You must Fine not chat. be from Tide's End, then. He gives her an inquisitive look. Tide's End? She shakes it off. 
Spellcasters are, are nobles out in Tide's End. Each one of them appointed rank and nobility once they reach, and she at least points to your, um, your, your the bags around your waist. A, an appreciable level of power. Afraid not, my first sergeants. We hail from Arcadia. Hmm. Where is mm. Tide's End? Sounds like a wonderful place. To the east, the great city. The Stormtide Kingdom. Surely you must have heard of us. <laughs> Has he? Yeah, <laughs> you've so. heard of the Stormtide oh, okay. Kingdom before. They're, you know, one of those fancy, large, noble houses on the coast of uh, Solemn, far to the east. Oh, he nods. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, she seems satisfied. Um, you all seem pretty forthright enough and uh, straightforward. So she's just going to make a quick judgment of all of your faces with a charisma check to kind of get a, a feel for you all. It's a pretty good charisma roll. It's actually good a really good charisma roll. There's something something setting her off. You can't quite pin it, but it's clear on her face that there's something weird about this situation. And she has to take a look at your keel herself. Uh, I can see you nervous. But we have gold. I can pay up front if that's the concern here. I know we may look poor here, stranded, but we do have coin. And I'll uh, reach in and I open a bag of gold coins. Hmm. I thought you said you were attacked by pirates. I didn't. I said no such thing. But I have been attacked by pirates in my day. Didn't you fly Many the flags time. that said we were attacked by pirates? I said that we needed help and that our kill was fucked. So, mm. you got a chef on board? We do. Um, you'll have to leave your weapons and, she looks at Nilram, spell components behind on this vessel, uh, but we will allow you on board and hug this one behind. Uh, you'll have to negotiate prices with the captain himself. Very well. Herself, sorry. Give us a moment to gather some supplies. She stands aboard the deck. There's not much room for people to go, but you can do whatever you need. Um... Uh, I will, like, draw my rapier and then go, like, is it below deck where we keep all the stuff? Most of the stuff is just kept on the, the top, you know? It, the There is, like, a hatch that you can put stuff below, but it's really just the uh. ballast, like, the rocks that you use to keep the boat at the right level in the water. Um, there's not much room for storage on this ship. That's one of the, the drawbacks yeah, but of I don't this want, thing. don't want our weapons to be going overboard, so I will put them under the deck. Sure. I will, uh, I'll take my rapier out and put it under there, and I'm crouching down, and I turn back to the rest of the crew. All right, guys, swords, hand them over. And, uh, while I'm crouched down there, moving around, I'm gonna slip one of my daggers into my, uh, into, like, my sock or my boot. Excellent. All right, you manage to hide a dagger into your boot. Sail, you put your weapon away under the ship? Yeah, I, uh, I give my weapon to the captain. Great. Archie! I do, I do suggest, uh, these spell components for our wizard are very expensive. Could we perhaps no. store them somewhere safely? No, okay, never mind. Uh, mm, we wouldn't want to abuse their hospitality. Yeah, Nilrum. Sure. Melon. Yeah, Nilrum. Yeah. Mer- Nilrum, aka Merlin, will um, leave all of his spell components. Mm-hmm. However, he can still cast Magic Missile because mm. it's verbal and somatic. Mm-hmm. He can still, he's going to try and still. Um, 
As he goes down there, he's gonna slip a um a singular glass rod into his uh, shoes. Hmm. So he will be walking carefully. And if he fucks it up, he'll be walking on glass because he'll break it. Uh-huh. Glass rod is going to be a little bit hard to slip in, but well, it's probably doable. No, um, I, ch- I changed my mind. Norm slips in his ass. <laughs> I, 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 I don't think there's room to take your pants down and <laughs> slip, put our glass rod wait, up your wait, ass. It's downstairs. What do you mean? There's, there's no downstairs. downstairs. <laughs> there's no downstairs. There's a little wait, patch there's a, that you, there's a little there's hatch, hatch that you can lift down. and slide. No, no, there's no room below. <laughs> It's uh, the ship isn't tall enough for uh, down below. There's we, just we like used to put a person gonna down go there, in... Yeah, but the person was like Laying squished. <laughs> they were like, "You're gonna go in dry, no lubrication. You're gonna say that's easier than putting in your shoe." Well, no, there's... I'm just afraid they're gonna check my shoes. All right, he'll keep the, it. In yeah, his there's shoe only then. about like yay much space between. I'm gonna tell you from now on though, Nilrum is gonna have a glass rod in his ass for any occasion that's needed. <laughs> okay. It's going Not to become right very very important anytime Nilrum slips and falls. Then. <laughs> Okay. Does the spell still work if the glass rod's dirty? Absolutely. Why wouldn't it? It doesn't say anything about a pure glass rod. <laughs> these are these are good rods, too. These aren't, like, ones that are going to break. Neil, this is something <laughs> wizards are going to have. Surely you would make a glass rod necklace that looks decorative. That yeah, we'll use. figure it out I later. think the glass rods that you need are, like, you know, proper rods. They're not, like... Oh, I, I thought that they would be like this, like, you know, like this big and like have a bulb on the top. That's what I thought. I didn't think that they were no, they're, you know, like they're, it's, a, it's like a proper little rod. And I'm not saying that you Nail. can't hide something up your Hands, butt like please. that. Okay. <laughs> it's a proper rod. We'll Sorry, talk about it. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. This um, actually reminds me of the conversation I had with Nick's mom. <laughs> oh, good one. Was she talking about a proper rod compared to yours? Yeah. <laughs> You hide the rod in your boots. Uh, Archie, yeah, your you. brass knuckles, where where do they live? Well, wait, that's not going to work then. If it's a proper rod and you're talking like it's this big. Yeah, it it's... might. there's going to be a chance that she'll notice it or that um, you'll have to like walk funny. It's going to it's gonna be tough to hide it in your boot. Hey, Nilrim is going to hide it in his robe. Okay. Um, I guess like in the underwear going down the leg. Got it. Got it. Okay. Um, I mean, like, fuck. Where, where do you keep your brass knuckles, Archie? They're usually my, like, pockets. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like they're going to check them. Yeah, the pockets for, like, your loose pants are pretty obvious that there's something, like, heavy and bulky in your pockets yeah, right now. Um, you know what? Archie's pretty strong without the brass knuckles, too. He's just going to hand them over. Great. All right. It all goes below the decks. Sail has managed Wait, to... Wait, I need to show you where the rod is specifically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Show us. It's going to be, like, here, okay? Right. Inside of the Inside. thigh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Just in case. Mm-hmm. It's where the, you know, the cool people put their guns when they're walking Nilram's around. Nilrum's also got a big dick. Just to... <laughs> True, he does. We did roll for he that. He actually yeah. does. Yeah. Let me, uh, let me remind like a you. Can. Let me remind you of his size. It's going to no, be it's fine. Uh, 10 we... inch. 10 inch. <laughs> That's impressive. Well, I, we rolled, for, we rolled for that right? too. Is he is he a shower? Is he a grower? What's going on there? He's a he's a shower. All right, all right. <laughs> Thank you. Got it. The two cannons in your pocket. The party can hop into the little skiff. Uh, the 
the, the sergeant at arms will give a, a quick, you know, glance over at you all, quick perception check just to make sure that, you know, nothing is obviously stashed anywhere. Um, the rod in your pants, Nilrum. Um, she will sort of lightheartedly as you're crawling from one ship to the other, uh, point it out and say, uh, uh, you know, is that a rod in your pants? Are you happy to see me? You want to see it? He asks her. Well, is that any way to talk to a lady? She says. Melon, absolutely not. I'm sorry about him. He no, is. Continue on to the ship. He's blessed in some ways, but not in others. Uh, if you catch my drift. She'll cock her head to the side and go, oh, really? And uh, take out a hand to like give you a, a nice little pat. And this is the question of, do you dress to your left or to your right, Mr. Merton, Mr. Mooton? Well, it was on the right, so he's going to dress to the left and let her have a pat. Well, I never. I see what you mean, Captain, she says as she, like, you know, she's not staring too much, but she, like, gives a pat to the inside of the thigh and hits the wrong rod and seems a little surprised, but passes it off as no big deal. And That was an important role two sessions ago. Yeah, it <laughs> turned out really important. Um, yeah. And soon enough, the whole party is on the skiff, heading back to the ship. And you can see, you know, there's a, those archers on the back and on the front. And they don't have, you know, they've got their bows out, but nothing's drawn. And they're watching you. And this is the sergeant at arms. This is going to be like the, you know, the best fighter on board. But if they've got some archers, then there might be some warriors of some kind on here. And soon enough, you're rowed over. You climb up the netting. And as other people hoist the remainder of the boat up and you know, the boat gets pulled into a position and someone else goes back to like attach a rope and they begin to set up the two boats in a like a convoy situation, the captain of this vessel will show up. He is okay, a... right before we do that, that bit though, just to clarify, how is our ship attached to this? They're going to um, tie a rope from the front of your ship to the back of their ship and just tow it behind them. It will okay. dramatically slow them down, but it will get you to safety. And they will charge you Classic. a handsome amount. Well, they won't charge us because... Well, this is our ship now, so... <laughs> yeah, this is our ship. Right. We'll we're, already, we're already on board. <laughs> Excellent. Why don't we take a <clears throat> break right here before I introduce you to the captain of this vessel and the ploy can go forward. So we will right. see you on the other side of a break. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Tides of Death. Our pirates are aboard the vessel. Can I tell you what Norm's looking for before we do anything crazy? Absolutely. Okay, Norm's looking for... Uh, he'll go downstairs if they're invited to, and he's going to look for, like, a spider web or something. Okay. But first, the captain walks across the deck towards you. A fine, noble woman <clears throat> with uh, boots that clack, clack, clack as she walks across. Her clothes immaculate. No, no armor. But she's got like a nice broad hat with a feather in it. A much, you know, larger, more magnificent feather than Captain John here. Her clothes are that of nobility and wealth. Um, she smiles like a big, broad grin at you and you can see like a bunch of her teeth have been replaced with uh, gold teeth. <clears throat> well, looks like you're aboard my ship. I am Captain Deirdre. Which one of you, Scallywags, is the captain who has so floundered his ship that he needs help getting back to shore? That would be I. I am Captain Waterford, and this is my group of merry sailors. We extend the hand of friendship and thanks 
for you. And hopefully the hand of gold, she says, sort of interrupting your flow. It's not uh, an easy thing for us to bring you back. Our deliveries will be late. We'll have to make uh, recompense to our clients. Of course. Uh, I'm prepared to pay. I'm a little bit worried at the number of men you have here that if I were to pay everything up front, you may throw me and my companions overboard. Perhaps I could pay half now and half when we arrive safely on land. I wanted to throw you overboard. I would just take the things that you have. But you, sir, are calling me a pirate and assuming or presuming that I am a liar, a brigand, and a treacherous thief. You come onto my ship? I mean, no no such accusation. I'm just nervous for my own life and the life of my crew. Of course, I will pay up front. How far away are we from land? We are two weeks from landfall, although with this ship tugging behind, that might reach to a third. Nadina's bless the winds. We might get there in a more timely manner. <clears throat> How did you manage to get your keel fucked, as you say? I'll be honest with you, and I know it doesn't reflect well on me as a captain, but I'm not quite rightly sure. We had some sort of contact from below deck. I'm not sure. Uh, one of my men says they saw a shadow under the water, but I, didn't I think see it was a whale. Myself. Big one too. Perhaps a whale. Perhaps something more sinister. Do your men always talk out of turn? Um, you know, I understand this is a a grand vessel with a large crew. My my men and I are good friends. At least the most of us are. I'll I'll speak up and say only me, but that's because I can get away with it, and I'll wink. She. He's looks- a good lad flabbergasted your crew friends with them no wonder you're stuck out at sea nowhere to go no sense of discipline perhaps you're onto something there hear that lads it'll be 200 gold to get you to shore that is a large price to ask I'm afraid that uh, you'll have wiped out an entire month's profit but uh, it's better than meeting in a, a watery grave, and so I shall concede. Splendid. Let me, uh, let me see what I can do. I will uh, rummage through my packs and pull out four bags of gold. Excellent. Um, she had, you know, she makes a motion. Someone comes over, grabs them, and quickly counts through them, um, and then gives her the, you know, it's all there. Thumbs up. Uh, she mm-hmm. tells him to take it to her quarters, and then her demeanor softens. Welcome aboard. Uh, I am and Captain Deirdre. Captain Deirdre. A pleasure. And the name of your ship? The name of our savior? The I forbidden shall raise a fruit. I shall raise a toast to the forbidden fruit when I get to the nearest tavern. Excellent. <clears throat> well, I suppose well, at this point in time you are passengers, so uh, Leroy, take them to their quarters, she calls, and a young man comes on over and motions you one way, and he'll show you down to the below decks, and it is sort of smelly down wait, here. Wait, wait. Captain, Captain, before we before we leave, I, I hate to impose, but my men are famished. We have not eaten in days. If you could 
if we could have something to eat, that would be, uh, I would be very, very grateful. Hmm. I think there's some hard tack down there for you. <clears throat> Leroy, I see that they get hard tack and water. And uh, Leroy you. will head you down the stairs into the galley and then pull out some hard bread that really does need to be soaked yeah. in the water before it can be really be I say to Leroy on the way down, flour must be very expensive in Solomon. He shrugs. Uh, Captain's orders? Supposed to save money or something? Get uh, more money in our pockets at the end of the journey? Say, uh, Leroy, we really are starved here. Couldn't smuggle us some better food, could you? And I'll hand him five gold. Five gold? He looks at the pieces of gold. That's that's months of wages right there, maybe. Shh. Have some fruit. I'll see what I can, can scrounge up for you. And uh, he'll disappear again, leaving the six of you alone in the galley for a moment. You can hear on the decks above the shuffling of boots uh, of sailors' feet. They go about, you know, you can hear the captain's orders barking at people. Um, you know, the stomping the of... dick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This might be easier right. than we thought, Captain. Well. No one grabs well. some cobwebs if you can find any. I hope that I don't need to say this, but I know that you're not all the uh, the most no forward cobwebs. of thinkers. But uh, there are none. No, they keep this ship clean. You said it was smelly down here. It is smelly down here, but it is clean. Um, okay. the The smell is coming from the cargo in the next holdover. What does it smell of? Um, some of it smells a little sour, like rotting fruit or something like that. Or I'm not like that sweet, overly sweet smell. Uh, and then there's also the in- unmistakable smell of like dung, of like livestock dung. And if you pay close attention, um, you can hear the rummaging around of some sort of like hoofed foot on the deck below you. Uh, I say to them. <clears throat> I know that you're not all the most forward of thinkers, but remember the plan here. Whatever we do tonight, we can't kill too many of them. There needs to be enough left to actually get the ship to weatherlight once this is all over. I'll speak up. Why do we have to do it tonight, Captain? We don't. We don't. We could take now, some time. Almost well, every ship has a few people who are mutinous. I was thinking. I don't know where the closest land is, but if we're heading back to the Dardens, it might be worth uh, waiting until... You're back in touch with your friend. I would very much so like to be back in touch with him. I'm feeling very vulnerable right now. I bet you are. Now you're just an ugly fucker. With like, you haven't even got a weapon. Oh, you want to? You, you just... want to play this game, Captain? <laughs> I I guarantee you. Before we get to land, I will bed this Captain. Okay, on looks alone. Oh, really? So, well, that's a bet I'll if take. You bed the, yeah, if you bet the I, captain, I, I think. I, yeah, I have to. Wait, are we, is it a competition as to who can bet, or are you just betting me that you can't? I'm betting you that I can. Yeah, I'm making yeah. a bet. I'm making a bet that I can't. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. I, I accept the bet. There's no way. There's no, There's no, no way. Fifteen. <laughs> no, that's not the captain. Yeah, you talking about the sergeant or the captain? No, the captain. About... No, I'm a fifteen. Oh, um, you're a fifteen. Oh shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Who brought weapons? I got a dagger. I have all my good spells. He pats his dick. Archie, you got your weapons right there. I can see him. Sail. 
if we wait for your spells, then we should be basically at full strength. If we wait, but there's a reason I joked about sleeping with the captain. I think my best weapon here will be political. I don't I like think it. a noble lady is going to sleep with you. I'm going to be honest. Um, listen, <laughs> every man deserves to shoot for the for the three-pointer, okay? <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> okay, well, while we're hanging around tonight, let's try and find out first where we're going. Because if, we, if we're going back to the Dardens, then we wait for that. Uh, try and just speak to the crew about the conditions on the ship. Try and gauge how many of them are good fighters. How many of them might be uh, sympathetic to a change of management. But nothing crazy. We don't want to blow our load too soon here. Like she said, we've got weeks before we get to land. Okay. Okay. Is there like an iron, like a blacksmithing station on board or anything like that? No. Okay. Unfortunately, that would be nice though, wouldn't it? Hmm? Um, so you guys are going to bide your time. You're going to wait for the appropriate moment. Um, and so we can kind of skip through some of these days on this boat. You'll notice a westbound direction, and it's not too difficult to get out the destination. Y'all headed for Redport. Um, okay. So we're going away from the Dardans. Yeah, we're not right. going to get you're not going to get your spells back then. Mm-hmm. Um, Nilrum, your spellbook is stored on the other ship too, right? Probably, but he can still cast mm-hmm. spells without spellbook, right? Right. You just can't relearn new spells or change your spell spells. list. Okay. So we've got some time on this ship. How long? Are we going to delay? Um, what what sort of situations are we looking for? Well, telling if this sounds crazy, late at night, how hard would it be for me to get to our ship and get some more gear back? Very difficult. The the, You're, there's going to be multiple people on watch. Um, just Because I'd be spotted, not because it's hard to do. Right, yeah, you just get spotted right away. Okay. Uh, but the um, physical act of climbing a rope from your ship to the ship back there would be a, a, a some sort of die roll check. Probably not a terribly difficult one, but failure would indicate that you fell into the water and the ships do go faster than you can swim. And so you would yeah. then die. be lost at sea and die. Yeah, okay. Okay, so yeah, I mean, I spend my time trying to make friends with the crew uh, and to gauge the fighting strength and the will to fight of the people here. You know, I ask them about if they've been into any battles, if they've run into any pirates, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Right, so you ask about battles and pirates, and they'll say that, you know, there's not much piracy, especially not over in Solemn, where they're from. Uh, it appears that the armies of Verasi, the great warlords that have overrun the area, have put an end to piracy. Um, the only pirates left are they themselves, the, the the warlords of Rossi, the goddess of death, who has overtaken the lands of Solemn. So no Sounds pirates like to speak of. Country of pirates. Well, I mean, I, a lot of people might say something like that. Tides end though. Made a good alliance early on. No real uh, problems there. Get to operate more or less on our own as long as we pay a certain amount of tribute and soldiers as need be, and uh, of course, fly the, the flag of Rossi over our capital. 
I didn't realize it had gotten that bad over there. I was actually planning to move to Titan when I retire, but maybe I'll rethink it now. Well, how do you feel about um, death? Well, I don't love the idea. A lot of it happening over there. Uh -huh. Well, yeah, as long as it's some other fucker and not me. Usually. That's really a... Out in the, the far east where the, the battles are happening. The western end of Solemn is all peaceful by now. Everyone's either capitulated, um, allied, or been crushed. Peace is something, I suppose. But uh, there's still pirates around these parts. Around Redport, too. You ever run anything to around there? Mm -mm. No. Couldn't say that I have. Oh. Here, any is uh. Can no one be there? Just wants to ask a question. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. totally. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Hear any great tales from uh, Arcadia? I once uh, visited there. Anything going on? I don't get uh, out to Arcadia very much. Uh, in fact, this is my first. This is my first trip out there. Some of the other sailors have mentioned that Redport's a, you know, a trade hub of, of many things. Part of a the the Kingdom of Aridon, I hear. No one on. They clearly are. Thing is Aridon anymore. What do you mean? But yeah, whole place is collapsed. Queen's got no authority, especially not to the east in Redport. Place is uh, run as a free state now. Guy used to be a duke, calls himself a king. The dwarves are running the shit over there now. Oh, nothing trusty like a nothing like a trusty good dwarf to have your back. Sounds like you know it's going to be a great place. Yeah, that's true. You do know where you're at with a dwarf. She's usually nowhere good, but at least you know you're there. Um, well, I like dwarves, so they're predictable. I have laid out the ship for you in the various different parts. Um, this right here is the main deck. You can see it pretty much matches this one, except you've got these uh, inside areas. This back here is the captain's quarters, this big fancy stateroom. Um, this over in here is the actually out here is the kitchen and then this is sort of like the mess hall where you can eat quickly and then move on this is the main cargo area uh, and then this down here is like the deep hold cargo area um, you guys at this moment while you're chatting are in here so I guess the the, the hoof beats that you hear are coming from the same deck that you're on from the main cargo zone not the, the one down since it's a staircase down there and uh yeah does the uh the sexy sergeant lady have her own room you can ask for that information and mm -hmm. yes the not her own room but she splits uh this room up here with not this room. Um, yes, she splits this room up here with a few of the other officers. Okay, Norm is going to spend a few days uh, searching every nook and cranny for a spider web, for a bit of web. Yeah. He'll get up early in the mornings when people aren't awake to sweep. You know, real problem is that once you... There's no spiders on the ship, and there's no flies on the more. ship. Yeah, there's no there's no spider webs to be found where you go about. Um, the sure. ship is pretty clean. You'll see that the hoofed animal here on the deck uh, on the in the hold with you is like this 
brilliant white horse with just like, you know, flowing mane. It's huge. It's like a giant unit of a horse. And it's just like absolutely gorgeous. Um, nice. Mm-hmm. Nice horse. Very nice horse. It seems to be quite unhappy below decks on a ship. Uh, very, very, very unhappy. Does not like being down here. It will stamp around and snort and kick at things from time to time. It's like chewing on part of the ship itself because it's so anxious. Um, you get a pretty the, good um, head count of 40 sailors and then another what appears to be uh, 15 soldiers with the sailors. Okay, do the sailors and the soldiers sleep together? Yeah, uh, sort of. Like, people have hammocks, and they put them up wherever they can find room, or they just sleep on the open deck. So they will... There's no, like, assigned quarters. They just sleep everywhere. How, uh, how drunk are people, gang? Not at all. No, not at all. Not at all. Uh, Sail, who would like to spend his time, like, being as helpful to the crew as possible while mm. not wearing a shirt. And, like, he, especially, like, when the captain's looking... He's gonna like play it up like he's really working, <laughs> like carrying stuff. He's helping, he's like being the best, you know, saved crew ever. He's trying to catch her eye because I, 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 I assume she appreciates diligence. You're trying to impress Captain Deirdre. That's right. Also, what was her hotness roll? Did we get one? 15, right? No, that, that was, was the sergeant. sergeant. No, sorry. That was the sergeant, the captain. Thirteen. Okay, but I'm giving her plus two because she has gold teeth in my eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she's my equal. Mm. Um, in hotness. Yeah, so mm. I'm gonna try and catch her eye, and then eventually so, I will. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I was gonna ask you to give me a charisma check for like how well you can do this, and a second charisma check for like what you can read into her. This is going to go very poorly. Oh, all right. So you are a handsome man, my friend. Not only are you a handsome man, but you can stretch at the right moments. You can pick up those hefty loads and like almost drop them, but then like, you know, catch something with your foot and toss it back onto the the pile of sticks that you're carrying or, or whatever it is that you're moving about. You can perform for her in an amazing way. Uh... However, all of this performing, you know, usually involves not paying too much close attention because you're not trying to draw. You don't want to be like, you don't want to be asking for it, you know? And so you don't quite get a a grip on what she's thinking. But you've noticed some of the other sailors have been uh, checking you out, you know? One day, one night early on, uh, you're approached by a a young lad. Maybe this is the wrong music for this. Um, he'll walk up to you and be like, uh, you know, I saw the way you were coiling rope up on the deck earlier today. Those are some pretty strong arms that you've got around there. I mean, the way you're holding it out there, just the, the sweat and the sea air. You ever, you ever heard of the sport of bodybuilding? You could do very well on that. I've never heard of that. I just believe that, you know, 
The true haven't... strength of a man is a hard day's work. You haven't heard of the, the sport of bodybuilding? Maybe it hasn't made it out this far west. Oh, yeah. No, you see, it's this great thing uh, where, you know, people will work their bodies into specific forms and then show off the... Here, why don't you try doing one of these? And he'll, like, strike a pose and ask you to similarly strike it. I'll strike the pose. He'll be like, well, that's not quite right. And he'll, like, step behind you and, like, position your arms slightly more carefully. And it's at this point that you, you know, you can tell the grip is a little bit too gentle. His face is a little too close to yours. You can see that you have um, a suitor, a collar coming for you. I will. When I realize this, I'll, uh, I'll gently remove his hand from me and say, while... I'm not uninterested. I don't think you're who I have my eye on. I'm sorry. But maybe another time we meet, perhaps there will be a moment. He puts his hands off and goes, oh, I'm just into bodybuilding. Anyway, I've got some duties to attend to. And uh, politely leaves without having, without being you know, offended or upset in any way, shape, or form. Well done. Excellent navigation of that sail. The captain... And we'll get to the rest of the crew in just a moment. Oh, captain has noticed him. Oh, no. Fails the talk of the ship. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, these rolls are going in your favor very uncomfortably well. <laughs> uh, the captain has a 14 charisma, separate stat from hotness. And on her, like, am I into him roll has rolled a 17 plus the 14 for 31. Uh, so combining her 31 with your 29, there is magic in the air just here. Need, just need another nine. <laughs> uh, we're going to come back to the two of you in a, a wee bit here. Um, in the meantime, everyone else is making preparations of a different kind. What are the rest of you doing? Yeah, um, so in the evenings, I'm making friends with as many people as I can. I want to try and get a clear indication of how many people are on guard. Uh, do the sailors have weapons? Where do people sleep? Like, where do the sp where specifically do the guards sleep? Um, and, you know, like, I check the same guy night after night. I expect they probably sleep in the same spot. I mean, people are like that. Yeah. Uh, um, they, they so tend I to what sleep. I would like to know is, come evening time, how many people are likely on the deck armed? And how many soldiers, armed people, are asleep somewhere on the ship that I could mm -hmm. interfere with, basically? Right. So you've got that there are 15 soldiers here. Yeah. Uh, and they are split evenly between day and night shift, which then, of course, you get called up, even if it's not your shift, if something goes on, uh, if something's going down. But they're generally split between the two. Um, yeah, okay. And what are they doing with their weapons at night when they're asleep? They're just tucked right next to them. So someone like will like in the bed pop into a, just... a hammock and like the, they might like put their saber in their hammock next to them or maybe somebody else is like on sleeping on a floor and they'll like, you know, prop a, a lay the, the spear or saber or bow next to them. Uh, on a ship like this, with all the rocking back and forth, you either need to, like, put something in a secured location. You can't really stand any weapons up against the ship because they'll just topple over. So the safest mm. place where your weapons aren't going to roll away from you is, like, in your hammock with you. Yeah, yeah. Sheathed, of course. Um, okay, those what will time, be hung uh, on a wall. Does the captain drink? 
Although I might not need to deal with her. Sounds like Sale might be able to. Perhaps you, as technically a captain of your own vessel, will be accorded a dinner with her um, on the first night. And you will notice that she does sip wine, but she does not, like, drink, drink. She does not yeah. um, become intoxicated in any way, shape, or form. She'll, like, have a glass of wine as she sits with the other officers and talks about what was going on in the day. And she'll ask you questions about your crew and where you met and what your business is and a whole bunch of other stuff. Um, why don't you just mm-hmm. give me, like, a, a charisma check for bullshitting? Yeah. Yeah, you can bullshit your way through a discussion about what your crew is up to and how you met and all that jazz without worrying about it too much. Yeah. No one becomes any more suspicious. What were your other questions? Um, yeah, that's a lot of it. Do I get the impression that there's any, like, armories on board? Like, anywhere where they store additional weapons? Mm. No. No, it looks like these 15 soldiers plus the sergeant-at-arms are the um, only, like, truly capable fighters here. The captain carries a sword, and some of the other officers carry swords with them. They look like nobles. They've probably had some level of training. They're probably at least, like, first or second level fighters, and there are uh, three officers plus the sergeant-at-arms. So a total of 19, 20, if you count the captain, um, actual warriors, and then the 40 crew members. How often are the captains and the officers and the sergeant eating dinner together? Every evening. In in a private room? Yes. Um, they will eat together in uh, this room up here. Okay. And uh, is there ever, like, guards on the door there? Like, if I need to leave the dinner to go take a leak or something like that? You just go. Yeah, there, there's no one. There's no guards on the door. Okay, so I'm starting to formulate a plan that probably involves killing all the officers and the sergeant and the captain in the first strike. Like, you know, I eat dinner with them, I step out to go to the toilet, I signal everyone else, you come back with me and we just, like, kill all them. No one could just lighting bolt. Well, I don't want to destroy the ship, really. I mean, I think if we get to jump on them, they won't have their weapons on them, we can probably just slaughter them. Hmm. How bad would lightning bolt destroy the inside of a ship? Probably not too terribly. The real issue would be setting it on fire by accident, which is possible if you're lightning bolting the inside of a ship where there's like um, tablecloths and candles and maybe like an oil lamp and some other stuff like that and like papers. Uh, You could start a fire which could badly damage the whole ship. Um, In theory, you should be able to put out a fire on a ship. But like you might, you might really fuck yourself if it spreads. I mean, I don't think we'll have an issue if we all burst on them, in on them unawares and get a surprise round. I think we'll we'll destroy them. Um, but I'm open to other ideas. If anyone else has a different plan, there's loads of ways we could manipulate this. Seems fine. So your plan is to burst in during dinner and kill everyone, including the captain. Just kill the captain, the sergeant, and the two officers. That way there's just the 15 soldiers left, but they've got no one left to follow, so they might even just surrender at that point. Probably fucking hate yeah. them anyway. Because I, I think we, we want to avoid killing any of the sailors. And if we can avoid killing the soldiers too, I mean, more's the better. We kill the bosses, and then we say, you know, we will kill you too, or you can surrender and we'll drop you off at 
Redfall when we get there. It's the problem yeah. with meeting all together. I was gonna say, oh, is capturing not like like another maybe better option? Might turn less people mm -hmm. disloyal. I think we just it, fuck them up and then whoever it, lives lives. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe we'll save a life if we can. But I think going out of our way to capture them is just gonna make it more difficult. And ultimately, I doubt these this captain will surrender without being having to be killed. Probably. I know that well, you've got to punch him for a sail. I well, my thought was one night, you know. If I can get her eye and get into her bedchambers, mm -hmm. um, you know, I subdue her and uh, tire her out. You mean? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know how well I'll manage that, Captain. But <laughs> I'll definitely uh, subdue her, and um, since the important people tend to sleep in the same room, I believe, right? We learned. Yeah. That. Um, yeah, that is another option. Yeah, but take them in the night. I'm gonna be honest, Dale. Them. I would just rather do the captain's plan. <clears throat> sure, they're all there. Yeah, the issue with this other plan, sail is uh, there's always going to be some officer, one officer asleep, one officer on duty. When they have dinner, it's the only time they're all together. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. That makes sense. Yep. Totally all right, fair. let's do this tonight, Captain, at dinner. Well, I know that a uh, sail is still working on his prize. We've got another week or two before we get to. Uh, to Redport Sail, I'm not a. I can pretend to be a law-abiding citizen for another few days if you think you could uh, seal the deal. You know how it is, Captain. I just worry <clears throat> if we brought someone on our ship, we might say that we're two weeks, three weeks out, but we might only be a week. Potentially. As much as I believe that Sail could do it, I say we just go tonight. Just get it done with. I'll go to the night if the captain accepts that I won the bet. I accept it. Okay, fine. I accept it. Alright. You could have done it, Sal. I believe you. You could have, yeah. Archie, wait. We need your input on this. What do you think? You like the plan? Let's be honest here. You're going to be doing most of the heavy lifting. I can do it. Don't worry. We're never worried when you're here, Archie. That's right. Okay. So if this is how it's going to go down, I'll go for dinner with them. I'll go out to the bathroom. I'll give you guys the signal. I'll go back in. I will uh, walk around the table and get in the first blow. When you hear screams, that's the time to bust in through the door and start kicking ass. Now let's, let's talk about this plan um, a moment here. We can see that this dining room, like all places on a ship, is pretty cramped in close quarters. If you're going to mm -hmm. be fighting with, like, swords in here, you're going to be at some to hit penalties because everyone's going to be, like, squeezed together and it's indoors, so the roofs aren't that high. So if you, like, raise your sword up, it's going to get hit around things. So if you're going to, like, pull it back, you're going to bump yeah. into walls. It's a tough area in which to fight. Also, this room opens up um, out onto the deck in the front and in the back. So if you are like coming out to take a piss or whatever, and then heading back in, um, you know, you're gonna be on whoever's on watch right now, which is at least five warriors, plus the sailors that are on watch at night, will have like direct line of sight to that door practically. No, what if what if the other people are back here? Uh, what this, if the rest of the crew? The party? Yeah, th this area yeah. is off limits to them. This is, you know, this is a no-go zone. It's through the like officers dining quarters. It's like the little private officer's um, bow spot. 
Captain, I say that you just let me go upstairs. Lightning bolt the entire room. Get him low. And then you guys can finish him off. I'll probably even kill a few. The ship will uh, set on fire. I've sailed many a ship. It will be fine. Well, I, d I don't doubt your ability. My worry is that the, what the scouts on deck will turn this into one prolonged engagement with the whole ship. What I'd really like to do is have this nasty business done and over before anyone else finds out and they find out once the deed is done then their uh, their spirits will be uh, subdued and they'll be less likely to resort to violence whereas if is they there... see the fight in progress they're likely to get involved this ship is small enough that within the first combat round anyone who is on the yeah. ship will have heard what's happening and will have been That's able fine. to make it to the deck like there's not going to be a way to do this surreptitiously unless you can do it mm -hmm quietly is there any like have i in any of the meals gotten any powdered corn or any powdered corn extract or any corn that i can powder into extract uh, no i'm I sorry there's no powdered corn is that a spell there's component? no regular corn no there's no corn yeah powdered corn extract maybe? and a twisted loop of parchment for rope trick oh unfortunate mm, that would have been good too What did you say, mm. Archie? Don't worry about it. Okay. So, fighting in, in the room is going to be tough. You'll be close quarters. It'll be. Well, I penalty. don't think that matters too much. I mean, I don't know. We've got a spellcaster, a fist user, and I've got a dagger. So, I mean, great. I feel like close quarters, if well anything, helps us. Great. Yeah. Um, Do they have dinner with their weapon? Do they have weapons with. Do they have weapons with them when they're eating dinner? They they dress in full regalia. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Captain, when you go up, just let me come with you and just let me get a lightning bolt in there. I I'm not against it, Norm. I just don't know if it's the best the best approach. If you and Archie go in there and start fighting, people are gonna hear it. And it's gonna be slow to kill. If I can just get a lightning bolt off, it'll be quick, they'll be down, and as soon as we have them handled, it'll be easy pickings for the rest of the ship. What if there is the fire, and we get engaged with the rest of the crew in a fight? It'll be slow. Wow, the ship burns. It'll be slow to spread. Um, me being on ships many years, I know that this wood, he kicks the wood, is actually pretty fucking hard to burn down. It's not going to be a quick thing. Even if we're engaged for, he throws a number out of his ass, 30 minutes to an hour, which we won't be. The ship will be fine. It'll be manageable. Archie, you think that's right? Ships burn that slow? I think if this thing catches fire, we'll be all right. Does, does Archie remember something like this ever happening? Something, some, some reference he can make? You know, oh, we we must have seen fires on ships. Yeah, you need to have a cook fire on your ship, um, unless you yeah. want to beat your ship every night to cook like the ancient Greeks did. Uh, so most of these ships have fires on them, and sometimes fires do get out of control and begin to burn ships. Uh, luckily, wood is hopefully treated in a way that is uh, to resist this. And on top of that, there are many barrels sort of stacked around on the decks with water on them, not for drinking, but for, you know, emergency situations like putting out fires. If a fire were to start on like the deck of the ship, 
it's not too terribly hard just to like dump these barrels and spread it out everywhere. If it starts in a room like this and the, it climbs to the ceiling, it can be really hard to put out a fire on a ceiling. And in theory, like that could maybe burn this top deck here, but you could put it out before it like burned through the bottom part and you could maybe prevent it from spreading to the rest of the deck. Worst case scenario, you lose this whole top front area and the front mast and it needs to be repaired and you're kind of working with a, you know, a weaker ship for a while. Yeah. Okay. How's about this then for a plan, right? When they're having dinner, our crew, so Nilrim, Sale and Archie stand on the top of this deck here where whilst James and Mary Beth um, stand on this side over here and try and make some sort of so when they see me come out of the room, they start getting into some sort of argument, causing a distraction for the guards. While the guards are distracted, us three, as I walk back in, can jump from the top deck down to this bit where we're not meant to be, and then enter in through the back. Okay, Seems I like good. it. Now, I'm not suggesting that the uh, the argument's going to do that much, but even if it just helps a little, and plus, I don't think we want either of them. Um, being killed. Plus, if we're all together, it's going to look a bit more suspicious than just the three of you hanging out doing your own thing up here. Yeah. I'll come out to give the signal. Then, as you see me walking back in, that's when you jump down. Nilram casts his lightning bolt. Once the lightning bolt goes in, I'll rush in, and then we just finish it off. I like your, I like your plan, Captain. All right, sail, Archie. I'm in. I think we can do it. The brilliant plan, Captain, as always. Thank you, Archie. I had my plan as well. It feels like an elegant plan, like a hammer hitting a screw. But I'll go. It is a bit. It is a bit. Well, I was getting bored sitting around doing nothing anyway. It's time to shed some blood. You know what they say, sail. When all you have is screw, all you have is a screw. Everything starts to look a like a hammer. Like a screwdriver. <laughs> yeah. Precisely, Archie. <laughs> um, so yeah, just to confirm, Neil, this is just... Is this a door here or just an empty space? It's empty, right? Uh, no, there's a, a door. Yeah, you, you Is it locked? No, okay. not usually. The captain's quarters you would expect to be locked pretty much at all times yeah. um, but none of the other doors on the ship would be locked um, in theory unless there's something like you know a treasury or a super valuable cargo hold that has been temporarily erected temporarily erected. All right, when we jump down there I want you to open the door for me and I will shoot my thing through it and then you can go in after is that okay sounds good I confirm with Archie that he is listening and understands. I give him a thumbs up. Give him a fist bump. So the the I... two of you are gonna hop down here and burst through this door. And then yeah. shoot a lightning blow, yeah. And then yeah, me and Sail can come through the front. I also will speak to James and Mary Beth, and I have them sort of think about what their argument's gonna be. And I suggest that maybe it's like they're in, like implied that they're in a sexual relationship and Mary Beth's like criticizing his manhood and his performance loudly in front of like everyone you know that's bound to draw the attention of the gods yeah. oh yeah some juicy drama and gossip on yeah. an otherwise orderly ship Yeah. so do you want them to be on the deck 
um, below I want, decks. I want them to be up here, where oh. in plain view of any of the guards who are on the main deck. Gotcha. Yeah. Got it. Mary Beth Hopefully looks at James up and down. Him as well, you know. Mary Beth looks James up and down and goes, "Well, that's not going to be hard. I mean, look at what this guy's packing. It's not much." And he like grimaces, <laughs> but nods like in approval of the plan. Good, good. All right, well, all set. Dinner is usually an hour or so before sundown, so I'll head in there and I'll make my move once I'm in there for about half an hour. That should, once I leave, should give you all enough time to get in position. And uh, let's make this happen. I do want right. to edit this, though, Captain. I've, wait, have I cock-blacked John Winters before? I think we kind of think so. One lady. Like... Which lady? Oh, I can't remember her name. Lady... Take more than you bunch of fucking Muppets and cock-block John Winters. Listen. John. I've never prevented you from romance. I want you to remember that. What I'm giving up here. I appreciate the sale. And you'll recall, though, that uh, I did give you the opportunity to wait. Take it up with Norum. Of course, though. Do you not think that if you if you fucked her, it might be harder to kill her? <laughs> Makes it easier. It <laughs> uh... No, my, my actual answer is... I don't really feel those kind of attachments, Captain. Yeah, that makes two of you. All right, Captain. I'll see you then. All right. Um, yeah. So I wait for the. You I wait for bastard. dinner. Sure. Nice. Um. So this is dinner before sundown. So the soldier count is um, on active duty is ten, but they're not all necessarily on the top of the deck all the time. They're just you know on duty doing this, that, or the other thing. We will put um, two on the front, two on the back, and two on the midship. Uh, and then the rest of them will be, you know, maybe below deck somewhere. Out of sight right now. Um, the other soldiers, the ones who are not on duty, who are supposed to be sleeping at this hour, will take at least a round to wake up and get their shit before they can um, arrive. There are going to be a few other sailors over here too, but I don't think I have any good sailor tokens um, that are going to be about working. No, I don't have any. I just have like a peasant token. Uh, Archie should be on full health, right? But yeah, we all are. Yeah. Right. So we'll have one two three four people over here um there'll be someone working on this mast up here we'll put a couple of people up on this mast uh two of these are on like pretty silent or am i just like screaming like it's not shit. screaming but you do have to like clearly enunciate think about like a, a professor giving a lecture you know you have to speak your words strongly and clearly with a, the right amount of force and panache and so it's not a quiet thing, but you're not like yelling at the top of your lungs. It's assertive. Real quick for this combat, um, I'm not wearing my brass knuckles. How do I modify ah. that on my character sheet? Uh, your fists will do D3s instead of D6s. I'll just manually D4s, change that actually, to D3? Yeah, yeah, D4s yeah. instead of D6s. D4, okay. Um, Norum, when you cast your lightning bolt, 
angle it upwards. As far as I recall, the thing's pretty long. We don't want it destroying any other parts of the ship. No, we're none. You right. know how to use magics, Captain? <laughs> I know, uh... Geometry, I guess. Uh, fucking genius. Alright. I, uh, oh. I, put, I put a hand on Archie and Sail's shoulders and say, Alright, I think it's time to go, lads. I'm gonna make my way there. Like I said, about half an hour. How heavy is armored? Unarmed. Are they wearing, like, normal leathers that we would see on boats? No, they like um, they're not wearing much in the way of armor whatsoever. Okay. Uh, in fact, just pretty much nothing. Is it because if they were like wearing plate, I'd be like, hmm, okay, no, we're fine. <clears throat> yeah. And I imagine this talking to all these, you know, the crew talking amongst each other must be, uh, you're not like all gathered together in one huddle, whispering to each other over and over again. It's no, more it's of like probably a... more like me going back and forth between people mm -hmm. than other people having little conversations between themselves. Probably mm -hmm. a really good day. Yeah. Now we're scheming on the front deck in the middle of everybody. <laughs> yeah. And that's when we lightning bolt them. <laughs> um... Excellent. So we'll have the sergeant to I'm going to make the token small because people are like sitting at tables and you're not occupying your full um, five foot squares. Can you distinguish someone casting a verbal semantic spell from someone speaking another language? If you don't know. If you saw someone casting a spell and you weren't really sure what they were doing, you would think it was like a bit of theater or something because mm -hmm. there's very like precise movements and precise intonations that must be made. It doesn't sound like a conversation. It sounds yeah. like a lecture or a performance of some kind. So if you are unfamiliar with magic and you just like saw someone in the town square doing it, you might be like, huh? Is it some sort of theater that I just don't get? Yeah. Um, but if you're at all familiar with magic, uh, you would probably be able to pick up on it pretty quickly. Got it. <laughs> and um, three officers. The I guess the captain and the sergeant arms should sit on opposite sides of the table. The captain facing the front door. The sergeant arms near the door. Um. And just some regular old warrior tokens for our regular people. Good enough. Here are the other officers. They don't have two swords. These are just officer tokens. Two on the side next to the window. Um, one next to the hallway. Captain John, you can sit next to Captain uh, Deirdre over here. And this the Deirdre table. with the That's hat. That's Deirdre. Yeah, with the hat. And then this oh, will be like where the token. table is. He needs a bigger hat. Yeah. Mine's a custom token, though, so, you know. Hey, I like it. Okay. All right, so, and this is the second night, then. Oh, is it really only the second night? I had imagined it. No, I thought yeah. we'd been here like a week. Okay. We'd be yeah, here like four days. or five days. Yeah, let's yeah. do four or five days. It's okay, worth so, waiting a bit, so people let their guard down a little bit, you know? Yeah, and I'd want to ask Nilrum a question then. 
Mm -hmm. Would have asked this before we started planning if uh, I realized what so long had passed. How have you been able to hide your rod for four or five days? Because tucking it in your waistband is one thing if you just need to, like, do something for five minutes. But five days of a rod being tucked in your pants without it, like, slipping or falling or without, like, making a, a motion to adjust it every Did few minutes. we all get minutes? our own beds? No, you don't get any beds. You get a hammock. I mean, oh. I could put it in my jacket. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. What's wrong with putting it in a hammock under like some shit of my shit? It's my hammock, right? You are assigned a hammock and a blanket. Yeah, so you could wrap it in a blanket and toss it in the hammock. Uh, When not in use, the hammocks are usually like taken down and folded up and put to the side. And so the blankets are then like taken down and folded up into like a nice neat little package and put aside so it doesn't take up space. Um, Can I just okay? So during the day, it'll be hidden under the blanket. In the mornings. Sorry. During the day, it'll be hidden in the hammock. Because the hammock should, you know, when you roll it up, probably large enough for the rod to be rolled up carefully in it, yeah? Or no? Uh, yeah. Like, normally you fold it to make it as small as possible to store it away somewhere. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to, like, fold it up in a non-standard way, you could probably get away with that for a little while, but there is a, a chance that somebody who's pissy about order comes up and, yeah. you know, tries to rearrange it. It's not a perfectly safe bet. No one will ask the captain to hide it for him. Yeah, that's fine. I, I, I can just keep it in my jacket now. It shouldn't be a problem. Sure. You have internal then, pockets? Then? Well, I'm assuming so. Yeah. If you look at the token, it looks like he would have pockets on that jacket. Let's make you really big. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I guess there's big enough pockets here to store a glass rod. Okay. And are there any problems with John hiding a glass rod on his body? You're the captain, so you're not being asked to do any labor. So I think you could probably just keep it on you. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's fine. And I will, obviously, when I go for dinner that day, I will hand it off to Nilra. Yeah, I'll put it in the waistband and he'll walk around with it. Well then, you're having dinner on one of these nights. Mm, it's served. I... The cook comes on over, pull, you know, lays out a, a a roasted chicken. The captain mentions that you know we're only uh, one week from shore. Hopefully, we'll see how close when we actually get there. Uh, might as well celebrate as we're getting close to land. I know we're not two days out yet, which is like the normal celebration time. But we've got these new fine folk. We're making better time than expected. Roasted chicken it is for tonight. Um, potatoes are cooked alongside of it. Amazing. I have not eaten chicken in weeks. This is delicious. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Deidre. She smiles graciously. You guys dig into it conversation around the table is mostly about um, you know politics and things back home and you know the armies of Varasi this the the generals of Varasi that you know the the nobles of the um, tides end kingdom uh, storm tide kingdom you know this that and the other thing places that we could go after the ship is docked you know the usual sort of highfalutin conversation around a fancy table with a nice cloth on it and some candles for lighting yeah i talked to them a little bit about the sites of like uh uh wake county 
and mm -hmm. Redport and you mm -hmm. know oh I'm from around there these are some cool things that you should go and visit the temple to Verasi there well there's a temple it's headed by a Verasi cleric perhaps might be to your liking Um, yep. After I finished eating my chicken, I will wipe my mouth and say, Well, uh, excuse me, I just uh, need to go and relieve myself. And I'll stand up from the table, push my chair back in, give a, a short bow to the table, mm -hmm. and uh, scoot past this person. Yeah. Thank you. She scoots forward to allow you to walk past. I, uh, I walk out here. Uh, I start whistling. And I will uh, walk over to here. Take a leak off the side of the ship. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's much better. And then I I turn. Well, I turn this way. I look to hopefully be seeing Mary Beth and James starting to argue. Yeah, you can hear the argument picking up steam, and you can see James doing the like, Shh, keep it down, and Mary Beth like slowly escalating the voice until she gives him a shove towards the stairs. Um whatever lies they're telling here are intriguing and interesting. Let's see how Ooh, her charisma kind of sucks. Um, yeah, so she's just like, you know, uh, she devolves into sort of uh, obscenities and insults about this guy and how, you know, how terrible he is in bed and how useless he is and I could just find a real man. Why don't we go back to the Dardens? At least the White Prince can, you know, blah, blah, blah. He's a master of order. He knows where the clit is. I bet he could find it without a map. You look, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> um, Perfect. All right. People over Either. here paying somewhat attention. I then turn around and hope to see Norm and Archie getting ready to jump off. I then think twice about getting lightning bolted and move <laughs> slightly over here to have a quick word with Sail. Hopefully again uh, seeing them move. I'm waiting for the lightning bolt now before we go in. Norm and Archie hearing it going, seeing these two guards turned around. I think they're going to do their move. Let's go. All right. The guards. Mm. They are indeed distracted. They don't notice the two of you get to the edge and uh, quickly lower yourself down. Even the, the woman up on this sail up here near the front as the sun is going down and she's beginning to roll it back up um, isn't paying enough attention to notice you two there. The 13 is a terrible roll. Nilram gives Archie the nod. He pulls out his lightning bolt rod. He turns around, which I'm not sure what doing. And he waits for Archie to open the door. Archie will attempt to open the door. The door is unlocked. It swings open easily. The captain immediately turns, uh, looks over her shoulder to be like, what the hell is going on? Um, as Nilrum begins chanting the words to a spell, Lightning Bolt has a casting time of three. Uh, and let's see, D10 for surprise with penalties. Um, that's going to be... Not fully surprised, but a 10 on initiative will mean that, you know, there's no way. I don't, even if it wasn't a 10, the casting time is three. She minimum is four for her. Yeah. Yeah. 
uh, I think the spell just goes off. They, they realize what's up. Like, you see yeah. them, and you can see that they realize you're casting a spell, and you're in the wrong position. Everything's a little bit fishy here, but the spell goes off before anyone can react. Will you please roll me all the damage? Yeah. Here's 5d6. Mm-hmm. Here uh, is... It should bounce a few times in yeah. this room, because it's going to be angling it up, so... Right. 15? Okay, the captain's HP is 16. Um, the She might survive. Well, she will survive, yeah. The sergeant at arms actually has just a hit die. Does not have a hit die function. Um, is 5d10 HP, 33. The others are only second level fighters. Um, one, two, three. So one of them is dead outright no matter what they roll. The rest of them, however, I'm going to give them three saves. Three saving. Room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're going to do 3d20 KL1. This is for the captain. Uh, 13 fail? is a fail for a second, a third level fighter. Yeah. Uh, for the second level fighter is a fail. Second level fighter is a fail. Fifth level master at arms, sergeant at arms is a fail. They will all take full damage, leaving the captain at one hit point. One out of 16. And our sergeant at arms, I guess you probably should know the total, but it's too late now. Uh, 18 out of 33. And I think this is where initiative gets rolled. Right here. It was Archie's turn opening the door? Uh, she's got, Archie's got to, like, way. yeah, open the door and stay out of the way. If Archie gets okay. to act, then they all get to act because everyone would be aware. But I think mm-hmm. uh, what's I think an initiative roll is the more appropriate thing right here. The lightning yeah, bolt goes off with a crack, splitting the air. Um, everyone on the ship is awakened if they were asleep. Everyone on the ship is instantly aware of what's happening. The soldiers nearby are instantly aware that something has gone wrong um, and will draw weapons immediately. I forgot to select my token. Yeah. Right. We'll get you in there. Where is Mr. Archibald? Three, four, five, six, and they will roll at plus five. And James and Mary Beth will roll initiative as well. Um, they don't have much in the way of weapons, so they'll just be using their fists. Um, I would have told Mary Beth is that uh, her job is to try to survive and distract people rather than fight. James mm-hmm. is a real fighter. I think we would have told both James and Mary Beth not to like. Yeah, uh, I agree. Fight. Yep. Yeah. Is to just to survive the fight. Just like mm-hmm. run, you know, cower. Damn, Pokemon challenges with three again. Three uh, initiative right here. So first person to act, as always, is Archie. You've thrown open the door. Nilrum's cast his lightning bolt. We'll actually bring you down to the other floor here. Um, yeah. The captain is like lying on the ground. Her hair is singed. Her face is charred. Her clothes are slightly aflame. Uh, she's um. halfway under the table. Does she 
I guess we haven't really talked about this. If we're just gonna straight up kill everyone, right? Um, well, we're in it now. You gotta decide yeah. now, Archie. All right, I'm fucking, I'm punching her. All right. She's dead. You walk up to her. You give a nice jab to the throat. You can feel the windpipe crush underneath your hand. Roll me damage. Uh, yes, indeed. Good enough. She I don't... gasps. Yes. Think you rolled for the sergeant at arms? Ooh, I think you're right. I think she did not get her initiative roll. Thank you. Excellent. Uh, she gasps her last breath as she passes out immediately. James is the next person to go. Archie has another attack if he wants. Oh, that's true. Archie, yes. offhand. There's um, another another dude here, right? Mm-hmm. I'll punch him. Crit, baby. Uh, that is a crit. You wade through the mess of burned bodies and charred tables. And six and three is nine to the sergeant at arms. Um, James's turn comes along. This is not working. There we go. James and Mary Beth instantly change their demeanors and actions. Their job is, right now is just to survive. And they're up here on this deck. There's two soldiers next to them. There's not much in the way for them to do but to defend themselves. So they're going to take defensive actions. The first Marine uh, will have heard the lightning bolt, come to look over the edge, see Nilrum down here, and hop below to the deck and take an attack at Nilrum. Basically. With a whoosh, a twelve miss, right from below decks, we will get uh, a marine running up the stairs and out the door onto the front deck while everyone else is still like in a tizzy and weapons drawn. Level his sword at the captain because he can't see Wait, inside okay. right now. He but can't see inside, but he'll level his weapon in the direction yeah. of you and say, what is going on? Put your hands in the air immediately. The question. I put my I put my hands up. Okay. He has a readied attack against you. He is ready to strike. Um, same thing That's with fine. the next Marine, who will pop up onto the top deck and come to uh, sail and level his sword at sail with the same, like, surrender. Put your hands in the air. What's going on? Leaving us with Who's the other Marine? Oh, yeah, one already went, already went, already went. Uh, the sergeant at arms in the room will get to her feet, draw her weapon, and she will attack you, Archie, at a penalty. Uh, her normal role... <clears throat> yeah, her normal role would be D4, D20 plus 4 plus 1, and then she's going to get a minus 2 for the swinging weapon in close quarters. Uh, a 10 is a wild miss. You would have leaving us with sail it's your turn sail uh well my plan was to like try to charge this guy and like body check him off the side of the boat mm -hmm. um but now there's kind of like a little bit too much interference going on mm -hmm. so uh i'm going to delay my action Does okay that makes sense uh do you surrender do you put your hands in the air um i'll just be like nothing got to do with me i'll just like stand there yeah. We're playing it cool. 
<clears throat> What's going on? Are my men safe? What was that explosion? No room stone? Uh, there is this marine who goes basically at the same time as you, yes. Uh, and this one will be coming up the stairs. It is Nilrum's turn while this guy, like, comes up the stairs and runs to the door to take a look. It, sounds, it sounded like it came from directly above him, and he was in this section of the boat. He'll throw open the door, see the carnage, and go like, oh my god! Uh, this guy will, like, chance a glance. This guy can see through the door. They can see the open carnage. Nilrum? What's your action? Storm casts uh, magic missile. He's going to target the sergeant at arms, and mm-hmm. he's going to state to the person who's in melee range with him that uh, all of the officers are defeated. The battle is won. If you keep fighting, you will die. And uh, nine damage to the sergeant at arms. That is enough to bring her to exactly zero. Nice. And he tells the guy to put down his arms, unless he wants to die. Okay. I want to ready an action, right? I feel like the soldiers levying their weapons at me are going to get distracted. Um, if any of them, like, turn their back to me to go and do something else, I'll quickly draw my dagger and stab them in the back. Right, we're going to make a morale check for these guys. Nilrum wasn't because... quiet about it either. He was kind of yelling it, so mm-hmm. maybe they heard it, yeah. Yeah. Also, it's... You know, the, the ship isn't that big. Your voice carries. There's a lightning bolt going off. It's a chaotic situation. Uh, let's see. They are going to get a penalty of four because their most powerful ally has been killed, but they outnumber you three to one, so they get a plus two. They're at a, rolling at a penalty of two so far. Um, they oppose a spellcaster, okay, so they're at a penalty of four right now. Um, yeah penalty of four. It's not a great morale check. But they roll two, which is great. You want low on morale checks. These soldiers, these marines, their whole point, their whole existence is to fight if something happens on this ship. And without really understanding the true situation, you know, that room is charred. Uh, they will spring into action. They will actually, at this point, when the guy throws open the door and Nilrum shoots the magic missiles and shouts about surrendering, they will use their readied actions and just strike. Um, so Come this back. is against Sail. Miss. This is against Captain John. Hit. Uh, for four. Wait, um, can I get... Oh, you get Am I allowed to try and block it? Am I uh, well, your hands are in it? the air and you don't have a weapon, so no. Yeah, but if I see him start to swing his sword, I think I can maybe... You're not going to be able to draw a weapon weapon. in time. Like, by the time you draw your weapon and go to defend, the sword will have already hit against you. There's a reason, like, this is a a weakened position. Definitely no block. Uh, Sail, you had sort of delayed... Actually, this guard will step inside and go after Archie, because his turn is still, like, happening. And he will attack Archie at a minus two from this is a ten. No good. Nilrum's gone. Who's Marine at nine? Well, there's a lot of them. This one over here will shout loudly um, as he walks over this grate downstairs. The guests are are pirates! They're they're mages, they're sorcerers, they're something! Get up here! And we'll come to attack John as well. I have drawn my weapon by now. Uh, you haven't even had your initiative come up yet. No. Oh, it's a two. It's a miss. 
Uh, the Marine up here will come and get Sail from behind. Plus two to this one, another one for high ground, plus three to this. 17 to 20 is definitely a hit. Sail, you'll feel a blade rip open your back for four points of damage. Um, another Marine will come on deck from down below. These are the people who, these are the 10 who are active today. The other ones will uh, take a full round this round to get their shit together. Um, and we'll just come up deck next to the captain. Is he able to get past all these guys? These ones are, half of them are up on the sail. The other ones are on here. And yeah, they've got okay. uh, 120 I'll, feet of last, movement, but they can the easily take that. The last thing I'm saying, I know this is how initiative works, mm-hmm. but I, okay, I get hit by a sword. And then a guy runs from downstairs all the way up to the top of the ship and attacks me before I can... Well, I get It's not like the person was waiting for the sword blow to go off. These are when they're resolving, when they're resolving, right? So, like, that person was already on their way, and they happen to be arriving right now. I know we take combat in turns. Yeah, no, okay. So I don't necessarily only draw my dagger at 11, then, do I? I'm drawing it through... I'm getting ready to attack through the whole round, so I might have drawn it... I think the situation like this is that you are being attacked and you're trying to dodge and block out of the way and that might mean keeping your hands free as you maybe move to the side or try to grab an arm and push back and it's not until your turn that you get to draw your dagger and make your attack. Like, we have to keep things to a certain level of initiative, otherwise the game just breaks down and everyone draws all their weapons right away instantly, you know? Okay, uh, yep. There's got to be a punish, a penalty for having your hands in the air and having a late initiative, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah. Can we do group initiative next round? Or no? Sure, okay. if you want. I don't care. That's fine by me. Um, a 14 against you, John, is a miss. Nope. And that was that one. Captain John Winters finally gets to go. Uh, okay. I draw my one dagger and mm-hmm. make an attack at the guy in front of me. Yep. That will hit. Wait, hang on. Why am I getting plus six? Well, they have 10 AC, so you hit them regardless. I'm just wondering why I'm rolling on it, but yeah. Should just be plus four. Hmm. Okay, well, whatever. It's a 17. Uh, because damage. your dagger is on throne style right now. Ah, right. Yes, that's yeah. right. Thank uh, you. Which one of these heroes were you targeting? Yeah, okay. We'll take a stab for two. Oof. Not a lot. Yeah. Uh, Mary Beth will take her turn, and she and James will sort of... They'll take the uh, dodge action over here, leaving us with the two Marines up on the top and this one here. Um, this one will step a little bit closer and also target John. Slash 16 is blocked. Nice. nice. Um, and the ones up top will come and attack Mary Beth and James, who have bonuses to their AC right now. Uh, Mary Beth, James, ooh. I can't feel bad for them. These two are getting attacked. Yeah. Mary Beth will easily get hit. In fact, I think even with her bonus to AC, that is still a crit to Mary Beth. Uh, oh, so she will... wait, you need a twin? You need... 18, oh, 18. and clear yeah, by yeah, five. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So she'll take five and go down. Okay. Wait, sorry. Is it not clear by ten? No. 
No, no, no. It's clear by five. Okay. Um, okay. And 15 against James will hit him for 1d6. Two, he will stay up. Would Nilram have given them armor? I, mean, uh, I think it's maybe a little late, but that yeah, sounds like late, a great late. idea. Next time. Yeah. yeah. All right. So we're going to do group initiative now is what we're doing. Okay. Um, so one person roll a d10 for the whole party, and I'll roll a d10 for the whole enemy. I'll do it. Okay. It's three. You go first. Um, actually, Sale, you said you were going to hold an action, uh, uh, but it was... My initial action was movement-based. I was going to mm-hmm. charge a guy. Um, so could I transition that into, like, grabbing Winters and, like, forcibly, like, throwing him into this corner? Um, hmm. Like, telling him, get behind me, John, basically. You can. But moving someone like that, usually, like, if someone moves, it usually provokes yeah. an attack of opportunity. What you would be doing would be, like, swapping places and... Um, taking three attacks it's of a, opportunity. It's not worth it, Sale. I'll be all right for another round, at least. Okay. I mean, he can still do yeah. it if he wants. Yeah, yeah, he can't tell you no. You can take well, three attacks of opportunity. Really with, he, he can't really switch places with me without me also taking oh, that, action, right? Oh, my, my AC is like pretty high and stuff like that. So it's like, I mean, I can just take that. But it's... Yeah, sure. I mean, if you want to, fine. But, you know, I, these guys yeah, are no. shifting. They're rolling plus zero. Yeah, they're rolling plus here. It'll be fine. I, um, yeah, I guess I'm going to try to punch it, dude. Uh, roll me, oh. roll a hit. Specifically, I'd actually like to grapple him. Like, see if I could throw the guy on the stairs above me down. You'll take an attack opportunity for doing that. Oh, would I? I don't have to attack against an armed opponent here. Yeah. He'll have a, a weapon. It'd be really easy for him to strike at you. Ooh. Well, what could I do then? Probably just dodge, dodge, really? Yeah, there's not dodge. much in the way. If you don't have a weapon and they do, you and you're not Archie, who doesn't provoke attack, attack of opportunities with his unarmed weapons, um, you're in a, a tight straight. It's a whole room full of weapons over there. Yeah, but oh, there is this person in the way who is right here. Yeah. I mean, you just got to kill one and take his sword. Yeah. Is this, this room right here his weapons? No, I'm saying the room with all the dead people. Oh, That's what gotcha. you uh, Yeah, I guess I will just... Uh... Yeah, I guess I'll just defend myself. I'll protect Okay. Myself. Defending yourself. Uh, the party goes first. Everybody, please take your full round action. Your full set of actions. I'm going to move this person over here so we can see them clearly. No room. Mm, okay, I'm going to switch to attacking this guy. Which one? This guy. Uh, I'm not seeing a ping, but it's a critical hit. Ah, yes. Critical hit. You gut him with your dagger. You do five points of... You can almost do five points of damage, Um, but I will give him a saving throw versus death for that wonderful blow. It is a four. Off the edge he goes. Yeah, let's just give him a dex check to see if he can catch himself as he gets stumbled to the ledge and thrown off. Where is his dex? Here we go, 22. All right, he will get to the edge and teeter um, and just be like, you know, on off balance until 
his turn comes along. Next person. Thorum shoots three magic missiles at the guy in front of him. Mm-hmm. Nine damage. Uh, enough. Oh. Uh, Archie. Archie will punch the dude. Mm-hmm. Our savior is here. Let's fucking go. <laughs> that is a crit because you crit on 16s now. 2d4 plus 4 damage. 6 and oh, 4 yeah, is 10. That will drop the person. Archie, I need some help back here. Archie, I need some help back here. Um, Archie, I'm fine. Wait, who did I just kill? Sorry. You uh, this right guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Second attack. Um, I'll help out Milrim. Yeah, you can wade through the carnage, come out here, and just knock this person's bluff off. They'll fall nice. into the water with a splash and disappear under the waves. Thank you, Archie. I'll fist bump you. Milrum takes five damage. <laughs> Milrum falls, yeah. <laughs> Sail. Um, so... I probably had a little bit of time to think about what I'm going to do because I was just defending myself. Could I, like, disengage through these guys? And, like, uh, tumble uh, into the room and grab a sword? No. Could I just accept that I'm getting hit? You can make a dex check to try to pass through them, but you will provoke attacks of opportunity from these two people for certain. Can Is I strength this... check it if I'm shoulder checking? If you want to strength check it, then yes, but they will get attacks of opportunity at plus two because you're not trying to squeeze between them. You're just brute forcing. Is this a locked thing, Koibu, here? This grate? Um, yeah. It is latched into place. I don't think it has, like, a, a padlock lock. So if you knocked it, people would be thrown? Or Sorry to ask for next turn. No, that's a good idea. Um, the grate, it doesn't fold down. It comes out? How do so those, could how be do those doors? Off. Well, if they come out like that, then well, they could be If you knock it, it would just—it wouldn't open them. It would unlock it. Like you'd um, oh, put some okay. sliders in place to hold it down. But I think you—I think it's actually not taken off. I think you—you you lift the grate out and remove it entirely. It doesn't it fold. opens secret doors as well as locked or tricked opening boxes or chests. So I guess it opens it. it doesn't just unlock it. Oh, um, shouldn't Archie have a third attack this round? Yeah, he'll get it at the end of the round. But it's not going to, like, open and fling people by. Like, I think if you have a door, it'll uh -huh. unlock the door so that so that it. it's, like, cracked open. But it's not going to, like, swing the whole thing. Open has, you know, the reason there, I was thinking there are many that definitions. The reason that is because um, when things are barred, it's going to have to, like, jump out, right? It's mm -hmm. not, like, a gentle, like, it's just going to, like, fall out. Yeah. But if I don't we, think it's going to move a, the person. Yeah. yeah, it's not going to okay, throw cool. them off. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, Archie will get his uh, last attack at the end of the round. Sail, you're going to forcibly push your way through these folks? Uh, the other option I was thinking of, like, just show, uh, trying to body check this guy off the boat. Yeah. Yeah, I'll do that. So I'll make a unarmed Excellent. attack. Excellent. Yes, you will. Um, they are off balance, so they will get a massive penalty to their attack roll against you... Um, which is a complete shit, and you give them a nice shove and an opposed strength check, please. And they'll, again, be at a penalty because they are 
off balance, uh, the lower of these two rolls. They will get a 20, you get a 23. Into the water, this sailor goes, the splash, and Does they're gone. Does the sword slip from his hand as he goes? <laughs> Roll me on a 18, 19, or 20, it lands on the deck next to you. Come on, you can do it. No. Right. Into the water. Nost, another one. Uh, is that everybody on the party? Yes, uh, that's the whole party. Oh, except yeah. for these ones up here. Uh, right, James. James. James and Mary Beth. Hmm. James should get a morale check. Uh, really? He, he's surrounded, and Mary Beth right, just yes. went down, uh, and he doesn't okay. have a weapon. And it's his first fight with you guys. Uh, James will... James will surrender? He'll put his hands yeah. in the air? And wave him out? Of all else about punching technique what i've instilled in my students is is to be brave and to never abandon your crew okay i was sure to install those ideals into them as i was training them would he really do this if he learned under the great rgb alder that's true you're right you know he is thinking back well he's not thinking about his training but maybe maybe you are such a charismatic teacher that you've instilled this core principle deep in his gut Make me a regular charisma check. 21 or higher, and he does not surrender. Yeah. Oh. He was going to. In the back of his mind, there's the thought, I should I should give up and save myself. And then he remembers the teachings of Archie B. Alder. And uh, instead, he will disengage and run across the deck over here to behind Sail. Um, taking no nice. attacks while he goes. Leaving the other people to act. The enemy's turn now. Um, ooh. This one's gonna come here. This one's gonna come here. And Captain John, it looks you know, like. Tell me the, the rule attacking me, are you? <laughs> uh, well, it looks like everybody else has positioned themselves. This one's not, and this one's not, but one, two, three, four, five of them are. I feel like only three people can get the attacks on him, though. Cause like, I he's think he's like, pretty surrounded. Here. He's not gonna be able to squeeze into here because there's stairs. He could get three, but not. Yeah, okay, that's a good point. Surely this not. Guy, no guy, way. Guy, easy peasy. No, no, he can attack, but he should get a negative because of the... He's right I'll give it, the probably. stairs are a little bit awkward. Yeah. I'll give yeah, a minus yeah. one for the stairs, but the other four, okay. no problem. Okay. You're surrounded, yeah. John. Uh, so we'll do the minus one right off the bat. Okay. And then here's four regular attacks. One, two, three, four. One hit. Um, now I do get a free block. You'd use it on the first one, right? Well, it's a flurry of attacks, Dale. I'm gonna roll a d5 and see which one I try. Sure. Out. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. So um, you will miss. take one d6. Your AC is not lower than 13, is it? Not 13 or lower? No. Uh, you'll take four points of damage. I'm keeping track of your shit. Thank you. Your armor. Uh, this one is fighting against Sail at plus one for high ground. And oh, and this other one is attacking James. Ooh, with a critical hit. James will take 2d6 and pass out. He is beginning to bleed to death. Sorry, she would have taken this, and she will bleed one point this round. Um, and then the five people that took last round to get ready. Uh, let's roll them fresh HPs. 
will arrive up on the deck. Ooh. We got a lot of sailors here. I'm just going to move these suckers Where are they away. coming up from? Uh, they would come up from this staircase right here, which comes up and then out the door. So they'd be exiting oh, okay, over here. Right here. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the deck is swarming with semi-capable <laughs> fighters. Nilrum, if it's the end of the round and Archie's about to go, Nilrum will call out, please do not make me cast Cloud Kill. All of your leaders are dead. Don't make me kill you as well. This is your last one. Archie, you get your third attack this round. Take it, and then I think we're already over time, so we'll call it here uh, after Archie gets his last attack this round. Okay, I think I would vault up. Ooh. Yeah. You uh, well, you got 17 strength, right? It's an easy thing yeah. for you to leap and grab and pull yourself yeah. up and scramble over the ledge. For sure. Mm-hmm. And, um... I'd probably just run and punch whoever the next person is I see, so guy right yep. there. Um, uh, boop. That's a crap. Oh. <laughs> yes, it is. Roll me a 2d4 plus 4. Uh, 7 nine. and 2 is 9 points of damage. You'll crack him in the head. He'll tumble down the steps to here. Uh, Are unconscious. We okay to this up? I don't think that we're too long, right? If everybody's fine. I don't know. Quick I'd be, I'd be down to keep going. I really don't want to go any late of a half one. But yeah, okay. Like, yeah, I'm okay with an extra 15 minutes. Okay. All yeah. right. Let's do it then. Fine. We'll skip uh, We'll skip questions this week. But yeah, that's fine. Uh, let's roll initiative. Someone roll a d10 for the party. I'll roll a d10 for the sailors. Make I think I'm four. still rolling it since I'm not yeah, in danger. Chill. They will go first. Did they want to do a morale check or anything on Nilrum's words? No, 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 not at all concerned about it. Quick question: Is if I take a full defensive action, I don't need to win initiative to do that, right? You don't. Nope. Correct. Okay, so I'll be using my I'll be using my tumble to. I don't don't know how it works, Neil, but I'm doing that thing where you just you're just defending. Barry adds two, tumbling adds four. If you have the tumbling proficiency, I do. I think you pass a check. Wait, no, 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 no. Sorry. Tumbling is on your turn. Your turn has to come. Parrying is just a full round attack. I'm like 99% sure of that. So I'm dodging or whatever the thing that happens yeah. immediately that gives me a bonus. So you get plus right. two. It's plus two to AC, is it? Okay. Yeah. Yep. Um, there's so many of them. I'm going to make some dice rolls to see uh, is this person over here focused on John or is he aware enough that he saw Archie go this way and back out that way and to chase uh, and they are highly aware so this person is going to come in here and out to the backside where they will find Nilrum who was shouting and will call there's one over here and this one will follow suit as well um, this one here can't attack you, but is in line to this one. Let me move the camera a little bit. There we go. Um, this one can get an attack and will. 
Let's see. The others. This one will fight Sail. I accept the challenge. Is hacking him with swords really the best they can do? I think you're the captain, and they've got you surrounded. I think what they really want to do is grab you and take you hostage and command you to command the others to stand down or throw you overboard. I think that's really what they want to do. So these three... Actually, yeah, these these four um, right here are going yep. to participate in an overbear attack to just sort of like, grab him, he's unarmed, and grab you and like drag you to the edge of the deck and toss you over. Uh, this still one, attacks of opportunity? Yes. This one will fight, or be prepared for this guy coming down. Wait, if he's going to be prepared for him coming down... Shouldn't these two have seen him up there because they were in his exact spot, and they would be looking for Archie, not running behind to jump uh, up? Maybe. I mean, they they wanted to follow after him. They heard Nil run back there anyway, okay. so that's, that's a good yep. place to go. Uh, when you take a total defense, which you have called for, do you still get a tax of opportunity? I think you do, but I want to double check because it is a clutch maneuver here. Each da, 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 da. in normal combat characters pair all the time. There's no need to call each one. Character deliberately chooses to not parry a wizard casting a spell, for instance. His chance of being hit increases, thus choosing to parry in and of itself is not blah, 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 blah. In order to make himself uh, harder to hit, a character can parry forfeit all actions for the round. He can't attack, move, or cast spells. Focuses solely on defense. You gain AC equal to half your level. Warriors get half your level plus one. Oh, so three. Um, but, you know, opportunity attacks aren't an action. Wouldn't do anything to protect the character from lightning bolts or fireballs. Um, it applies only to characters attacking the defender with frontal melee attacks. Yeah. I think you get your your opportunity attacks. So go ahead and make me three. One against... Uh, the first three that come after you. Is that only three? Yeah, you get one... You get three plus one for every five levels or something like that as a fighter. I am a fifth level fighter, so... Uh, I think you oh, get four, then. Yeah, I am. Yeah, so I get four. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, 23, 13, 7, and 10. So hit, Ooh, hit, hit miss, hit. So the crit does seven. Uh, and that will actually kill one of them. And then the next, the first Ooh. hit does four, and the second hit does one. Excellent. Oops, minus one. All right. Uber Bear. And they just get a plus three, right? To hit. I think that's it. Um, yep, they make an attack roll against your unarmored AC. And they get a plus one for each additional one. They're the same size as you. 
Uh, Would that ignore the armor spell? No. No, because that's no, magical, it's magic. armor. magic. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So my AC is 20, so. Jesus. With the plus three, I mean, you know, 17 usually. Uh, Perry's plus two. No, it's it's that's... half your level plus one. Yeah. I'm level uh, five. If you're five. a warrior. For the way you're uh, so I think they just roll 1d20 plus 2, and they need a 20 or higher to grab you. That'd be plus 3, right? Because there's 3 of them. Uh, no, it's plus 1 for each one beyond the first. Oh. Yeah. Nice work, lads. Wow, your AC is 20? 17, usually. 4 from armor, and uh, 3 from decks. God, that armor spell is amazing. Yeah. And now it's gonna get nerfed. <laughs> no, yeah, there you go. No, uh, they legit. they do their best to get their hold on you, and they can't do it. All right, this one, one back here is gonna attack. Us. Yeah, this one back here is gonna try and grab Nilra or slash Nilrum open. Uh, Ten will miss. miss, and one of them will attack Sail. With a seven is a miss. Um, this gun's dead. This one will step in, just make an attack against the captain. Now that the other guy's gone, sixteen is a miss. Uh, this one readies an attack if anyone comes down these stairs. Archie's waiting for you. And this one will come over here. And that will bring us to the player's turn. Nilrum does 3d4 plus 3 to the guy. This is a pity. Yeah, it is gone. 4 HP. He's dead. Um, that allows this guy to step forward and take his readied action of filling his comrade's spot with a 2 as a wild miss. He's shaking in his boots, that guy. You want to die as well, huh? Rest of the team. There's now some drop swords around. Absolutely. So. Um, Archie killed a guy on the steps above me. Would I be able to pick up his sword and make an attack at like disadvantage? With uh, yeah, the sword is laying here on the ground somewhere. Go oh, ahead and make it. Yeah, I think it's fairly easy with the staircase here. I think you could like you know duck underneath the staircase and grab the sword and pop back out without too much trouble. Sure, I'll grab that. Um, I don't know what the cutlass is or what my role would be for that. Uh, you normally use a rapier? Yeah. Okay, so you are unproficient with a cutlass. I'm going to add cutlass. Um, you will fight at minus three with it. Um, so you can just use the cutlass roll on your character sheet now. Mm. Okay, I will make an attack with the cutlass. Mm -hmm. Whoosh! You clash swords with the guy in front of you, neither of you giving each other an inch of ground, neither of you dealing damage to one another. Uh, Archie. Yeah, that's my turn. You're muted, Archie. Yeah, you're muted. Time to so save. Sorry. Ar Archie will punch the guy closest to him. Yep, you step down the stairs, you strike him. He strikes you. Oh. Uh, whoops. You will take six damage, and he will take Ooh. probably more than three, since he only has three HP, and he goes Sorry, down. Supposed to be one. Yeah. yeah. That takes six damage. Mm -hmm. yeah. I sm at this point, I smile at the people in front of me. <clears throat> uh, I get like another attack. Behind me. You yep. do? I attack the guy to Captain John Winter's... Well, from our perspective, right? The down, yeah. the the guy to Archie's left at this point. Yeah, ah, this yes, guy, this guy, this guy, this guy. Okay. This guy. Yeah. yeah. Boom. Shock. Another hit. Boom. 
Ooh, almost killed, oh. but not quite. Oh, that's um, and roll initiative. 1d10 for the enemies. Okay. Oh, they get a one. Oh, they go first. Nice roll, roll one. Nope. <clears throat> uh, Nilrum, this guy's just going to body check you off the boat. No. Yep. No. Yep. Here we go. Uh, you don't have a weapon in hand. No opportunity attack. Uh, he gets uh, like no bonus. All over again. Uh, five <laughs> is not good enough. He throws himself against nice. you. You <sighs> dodge to the side. He catches himself on the railing and pulls back as you, whatever it is that you're about to do. This one over here will slash at sail. Up between the legs is blocked. Um, this is not looking great. This one will disengage and back off. He's almost dead. He's not going to stay any longer. These ones have all tried to overbear Captain John Winters and didn't really get anywhere with it. Um, yeah. The fight is not looking nearly as good as it was before, so they will make another morale check. They've lost half their forces, including their leaderships. Uh, seven and seven. A 14. The soldiers will uh, <laughs> sort of hesitate as this one backs up. And this one already made his attack, but this one will hold action. This one will hold action. This one will hold action. And so will this one as they all like kind of uneasily don't disengage, but take that like two and a half foot step back away from the battlefield and gaze about one of them. Ah. This brave one will say, who, what do you want? Who are you? What are you doing here? Well, I'm here to uh, take your ship. You looking for a job? Pirates? Never. Right then. Well, uh, drop your swords and you might still live. Listen, one more minute here and my friend behind me is going to turn all your skulls to dust. This is the one and only chance you get to surrender. Archie, give me a strength check. Am I flexing? Am I flexing my muscles? <clears throat> yeah, you are. Hell yeah. I, he just doesn't miss me. I'm sorry. <laughs> John, give me a charisma check. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, the dream team. The swords drop to the ground. Sail. See to James and Mary Beth. Quickly. Yeah, I'll uh, run around stabilizing everyone who is still breathing. All right. Who are you going for first? Mary Beth Nero. or James? James is at your feet. James is at my feet, so I would have done him first. What are we going to say, Nilram? I'm assuming. Nilram um, uh, shoots this guy with a magic missile, 13 yeah, this damage. Guy, this guy's not getting to surrender. No. <laughs> dead. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Can we, can we stop here? Yes. Yep. We will stop That's here right. for the day. Um, have, yeah. It's a little bit late, so we're going to just quickly leave. This has been our session for today. We'll be back next week with more Tides of Death. Uh, unless anyone has anything to say immediately, we're just going to bow out right now. Yeah, no. Check out the Reddit. That's it. Check out the Reddit. Subscribe to the Patreon. I might level up off screen. Good luck. Thanks Bye. for coming.